Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. Dave and I'm Jade and welcome to a spouse and this is the 2020 2021 version recap I'm getting a lot of spit on the mic it's been a while it's been a year <laughs> uh it's me and Jade today we're rolling solo we're getting this thing kicking off and uh we've had a lot of people reach out about getting it going we're gonna get it going and uh yeah we got some stuff to say it's early morning we're still wiping the eyeball boogers out but uh we kind of got it going January 1st morning. That way it gives people. Yeah. Yeah. This is literally New Year's Day. Day. New Year's Day. So we haven't, we didn't do a podcast entire 2020. Um, Like Dave said, uh, we did have a lot of people reaching out asking us when we're going to put out our next podcast. But um, in case anybody wasn't alive for 2020, that's now old enough to listen to our podcast. uh, There's this thing that happened called COVID. And, um. (laughs) That puts a damper on uh, bringing people over to your house to sit in groups and talk about stuff. To talk about random things and um, without getting a lot of negative feedback from people. And uh, fuck out the gate, we kind of sit on the other side of this whole thing. So like, we didn't really want to sit down and talk about this yet until now. I guess is kind of how the thing is. Is like all the politics and it just how everybody feels about it, you know? Yeah. So. Cause even you and I feel differently about it. Yeah. We feel very differently. And, and so, and, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, during the course of the year, so we'll go into more of a sequential type of year, uh, recap, but <laughs> I think for the course of the year, um, it really, uh, impacted how Dave and I live together. And, um, we learned a lot. Yeah. We learned a lot in that. Oh, uh, we really had to, uh, agree to disagree. To, to disagree on a lot of things. Uh, a COVID lot of things. related. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, COVID related, politically related, but. Yeah. We just had to like stop and go. Uh, we got to the point where we went out with some friends just recently and uh, socially t- distancing, of course, and wear a mask. <laughs> and well, we time, were. We, we were. were. I know. That's why I threw it out there. Yeah, I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want people to think you're just throwing it out there. No, be I'm like, throwing it out there because we have to because it's 2020. It's like, hey, guess what? You got to throw this out there because people need to know that you were being safe. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't want you to just throw it out there, you know, in case like the, the governor was listening, you know, Mike DeWine was like, you got to shut us down. Yeah, He's shut you down. through the window right now. We got the windows yeah, open on this gloomy we, ass rainy. We were. We were wearing masks. We went to their kids' basketball game. We were socially distant. Uh We all wore masks. We have to exit the building as soon as the game is over. You wait outside for the kids. Um, Then we all went to dinner together. Of course, you have to wear a mask into dinner. You don't have to when you're sitting there, but... We were wearing masks the whole time, so mm-hmm. except for when we were. So eating. everybody was safe, and uh, it got to the point where 
you know, obviously, uh, with we haven't 20, seen 20, him in a long time, right? Long so time. I'm going to be adjusting mics. So it's going to be a little noisy because here of, because um, of COVID. Because of COVID. But then when we did finally see him, um, it got to the point where we, uh, of course, COVID comes up. You started talking about it, and then we said, "How's this sauce over I here?" Did, yeah, I was like, "This sauce is really good." This sauce is tasting just to you know steer the because, fucking conversation. Because uh, me and Dave, we both um. I would say to him, like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Because we both agreed that we would not talk about COVID or our stance on COVID because it is always a fight. So um, that's what we did. Yeah. So I think this whole 2020, we were talking about this, how to start it out. And, and my uh, my idea was, um, I think when Kobe died was when 2020 started for me. That's, that's, that's what I think. Uh, 2020 was kind of like the downfall. Like Kobe died and then it was like. Holy shit. Uh, Kobe died. Kobe died with his daughter and fucking teammates and shit. And it was heavy and everybody was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, that's Kobe, like the goat. Right. And he's gone. And then you see the video. And, of course, the video with social media nowadays is, like, easily accessed. So you yeah. can see the fucking smoke. And then you think about that. And I was like, fuck. And then, uh, and then the meme of the fucking car driving down the street went viral that was on fire do you remember that yeah i remember that <laughs> it was like a truck like a i don't know where it was overseas and then it was this and that was it but uh yeah i think for me um we talked about this earlier but uh i think for me uh i think we came into the year kind of hot already yeah uh because relationship wise we weren't in a good place um and we had his sister's wedding mm. in january and really uh her wedding was on December 31st and then January 31st um, in the house we were staying at um, all the drains backed up and you couldn't. This was a rental property in um, Florida. Florida. Where was it at? Uh, Fort, Fort Myers, like right, right across from Fort Myers. Um, yeah. In Florida. We rented like a, a house on a little canal. On a canal right off the Gulf. Which was really nice. I mean, we yeah, went yeah, canoeing was, and shit. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a super nice property. It was like a five-bedroom house. So anyway, it, you know, people stay at houses. When we watched the Winter time. Classic. Yeah, we watched the Winter Classic. But um, uh, so January 1st, like the the kid took a shower. Uh, one of the kids took a shower and it was like backed up in their shower. And then the toilets were backed up and... You couldn't flush them and you couldn't use the restroom and you couldn't take a shower because the water just kept backing up. You basically couldn't do nothing. We were like, uh, you had to go somewhere to take a shit. You had to go somewhere to, right? Or one of them worked. I think one of them worked. Yeah. The it one was on a the certain pipe. There was a pipeline where it split off and then the one way it split, you couldn't use anything on that pipe, but the other right. way it split, you could. So, so we had like, to call the yeah. owner and they had to get a plumber to come out. On You're talking three families in, in one house share in one bathroom now <laughs> yeah right so that's why we rented a five-bedroom house so um they had to send a plumber out and it turned out like the uh it, the, the pipe the pipe was clogged full of spaghetti noodles and that's how january 1st 2020 started for us yeah the pipe so, was just full of spaghetti yeah spaghetti and the noodles. Dude just pulling out clumps and clumps and clumps yeah. of spaghetti and it was outside of the house just right outside the house so it's not even like no matter how much plunging we could do but the thing about it was that no matter how much plunging you did it just backed up somewhere else so it's like 
if you got the toilet to clear, it was because all the shit went into the shower. Right. So it was pretty gross. So mm. for me, that's how 2020 started. And I was like, of course, uh, because this is just a continuation of where I already was coming into yeah. 2020. So, right. um, and then, uh, then Kobe died at the end of January, right? Yeah. It's just been kind of, it's been that year where you just, uh, everything's going on. There's like a lot of news and a lot of stuff going around. And then you have like all the attempts that pop up and, and just everything. I'm trying to think of what else. Happened well, January, February. So after Kobe, then February is when they started to see infections in China of COVID. True. True. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, shut down in March. Like yeah. We right had to shut down in March, but. Well, that was um, when we had that. We had tickets to, um, we had tickets to, you had bought me tickets for uh, me and my dad to go to Chicago for my birthday. Um, and they were going to play the Senators. And then um, the the night before we were supposed to leave that weekend. To yeah, go that was them. in March, though. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. In right. February, um, there was uh, Dade's birthday. So we got him tickets to see Columbus versus the Pittsburgh Penguins because the Penguins are his favorite team. Yes. Uh, so for his 17th birthday, that's what we got him. And then um, in January for Dave's birthday, I got him tickets to see uh, Chicago in Chicago. Uh, I think they were playing Senators. the Senators. Yeah. It was the Senators. <laughs> so uh, March. But that was a packed weekend. That was like a Thursday, me and Dade in Columbus, drive home late at night, and yeah. then head out in the morning with Pops and go to Chicago. Correct. Um, and, and spend the weekend in Chicago. That, that. The whole Chicago thing's kind of what got my dad, me and my dad, into Chicago. Like, people always ask, like, why are you a Chicago fan in Cincinnati? And it was, you know, Pops watching the Bears and the, and the, and the Cubs growing up and stuff <laughs> was, was, was what got me into Chicago. So I, I thought me and Dad would have a good time up there. But then... uh that same day, um, the same down. day you were supposed to leave um, when they shut down the NHL... Um, was the same day that I started working from home as well. So March 12th was our last day in the office. March 13th was our first day at home. Uh, that was the weekend you were supposed to go. So, And then that's all of a sudden when Ticketmaster was like, uh, we're not refunding shit until they officially cancel. So before yeah. um, with Ticketmaster is that if an event was postponed or canceled, you could get your money back right away. Um, but the way they changed their their policy um, because all the events were getting canceled or postponed um, was that they would not refund any money until the event was officially canceled. So, so it, it didn't matter if it was postponed, essentially like if it was postponed, you had to go. You had to figure a way there. Yeah. But uh, luckily we got our money back and uh, in June. Yeah. It took a while, but hashtag 2020 mm -hmm. basically has been the whole year just hashtagging everything. Cause there's just been little, shit that pops up that happens yeah literally the weekend before everything got shut down because of covid uh dade was able to get his last uh hockey games in for the hockey season we had that tournament up at notre dame oh yeah that was the shit show do you want to talk about that i'd like to hear that again people would probably be interested in what that fucking show was if you remember it because that is a tournament we're basically never going to do again well i mean it's senior year so it, it was a shit show I don't know. You don't look like you want to get into it. So it was just, uh, no, well, the, it's one of those I don't know about it. parent it's like, stories uh, that is, you know, everybody knows who are uh, hockey parents knows that these tournaments, you know, you can get teams that are from. Uh, like say you go into a tournament and uh, I don't know if anybody plays men's league, they have like different divisions. Even, mm -hmm. even if you're a hockey fan, you know that there's 
you know, there's, uh, you know, midget hockey, double A hockey, triple A hockey. There's the AHL, the IHL, the NHL, and they're all different levels of hockey, right? So it's the same way with the tournaments. Uh, you enroll your kid in a, you know, you enroll your team in a tournament, um, saying that you're at uh, a specific skill level. Um, and then when you come in, you, you go against these teams that are essentially uh, stacked with right. kids who Stacked. are who well, are they'll bring kids from other teams they'll bring kids from it's like it's almost like essentially club and then they they, they call them sandbaggers because they'll sandbag in a tournament and play a lower division to win a championship but like a lot of these teams you know you're gonna with hockey you got dirty kids you know they just they're you can just tell you know they're they're hitting uh, they're head hunting. They're doing, you know, and that's what sparks things off. And and a lot of times at these tournaments or just any game in general, if the if the refs aren't controlling the game, you know, it gets out of hand. And that's, well, we're that's also playing varsity high school hockey, so a lot yeah. of the boys have been playing for a really long time. Um, so they're scouting reports on every kid that's on our team. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see it at that, like the hockey IDB or whatever. Um, and it tells you like they're you know, if their coach keeps stats and keeps, you know, certain stat things updated, you can see like uh, goal save percentage. If you're going against specific goalies, you can see scoring percentages of kids, you know, how many minutes they play, if they're the captain, how many goals, assists, plus minus, whatever you can see on these kids, because, you know, that's where they scout kids for college or for, you know, uh, travel teams or whatever. So um, they could essentially this one team was from Royal Oak, Michigan, um, you know, Essentially, Michigan teams are always tough. Five I mean, it's hockey town. Yeah, so it's it was like you know, probably ten minutes from where I grew up is where this hockey team is located. Um, so like I, you know, I know the area real well, and um, basically what they did is they found out who the best kids on our teams were, um, and then did everything they could to get get them booted out of the game. So, um, our last day we had to drive to Michigan. Uh, we were playing in North Bend at yeah. Notre Dame. Um, and then we had to drive to Michigan to play our last game. And it was against this team that we had played like the first day of the tournament, maybe the second day of the tournament. And they were just super dirty, super, super dirty. Um, and then, so when we came into the last game being against them, I already knew it was not going to be good, uh, because the kids were already hot from some of the stuff that happened. Um, they essentially knocked one of our kids out of the, well, not essentially they did gave him a concussion, um, out of the tournament with a dirty hit from the back. And, um, so we knew it was going to be bad going in, and then it was a, it was at a family ice arena. Yeah, right. I don't think they've ever hosted a hockey. For the game. record, I wasn't at this tournament. I, he I wasn't. It was go. me. So that's why uh, Jade's explaining all yeah, things. Yeah, it, 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 it was at a, a family ice arena. Um, I'm not sure if they've how many um, hockey games they've even hosted, let alone a tournament type right. scenario. So it wasn't real set up. The lady who was the arena director was like this small little old lady. Do you want to throw? Do you remember who the what the hockey tournament was called? Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember either. I just know it was at Notre Dame. Wasn't it the I something Irish? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the, so, the lady was. So it got out of control real quick. Um, They win and uh, this one kid uh, faked an injury um, to say like our best player on the team gave him this injury. Um, and because of the type of injury that it, it supposedly was, um, they booted our best player from the game. Um, and then that kid got up. Uh, went to his uh, bench, pretty much high-fived the coach, um, and then was out for his next shift. And as soon as he came out, he skated right along the glass um, and waved to the kid's mom. So, uh, you know. 
parents are, you know, already hockey parents are already kind of heat individuals. Uh, that kid's mom is pretty outspoken herself, so she's pretty pissed. Um, but he just he just went by and like blew a little kiss and waved at her. Um, <laughs> and then whose mom was it? You know, it was. What you could say it. It was Marshall. Marshall got kicked out of the yeah. game, and it was his mom. He blew kisses at Tammy. Tammy doesn't play no shit either. She'll fucking let you know. When Tammy gets fired up, dude, it is on. Yeah, like she's, she's little. She's a little <laughs> she's rocket. A, yeah, she's like a little feisty uh, honey badger. Yeah, she is. I always see those badger. videos of a little honey badger chasing down. I just seen one recently with the fucking, She's just a straight talk person. Cheater. Like, she's not asshole. She's Cheetah. just straight yeah. talk. Like, she doesn't, you know. she Old school let you know. Like, she ain't holding no feelings back. She'll let you know how she feels. Yeah, she, she's just a straight and talk when person. you get her she's fired not- up. Everybody gets fired up, basically, yeah. I feel like. So, and that's kind of what happened, right? Yeah, so the next thing that happened was, you know, there was an incident with Eric and um, uh, one of the rep. So, they threw Eric out of the game. Uh, you Eric's know, our it's, defenseman. He's a stud. Yeah, he's Shout a stud. He's a, yeah. our best defenseman. Um, yeah, yeah uh, you know, essentially, uh, it was like a fight. Um, they booted Eric out of the game. Uh, there was some instant, you know, some... Uh, not contact, but like, uh, essentially what I was told was that the ref spit in Eric's face. If that's oh. true or not, I don't know. Oh. Um, that is, um, but I heard that news. that's what, <laughs> is it fake news? No, it's not. I'm just saying like, that's what Trump would say. No, but that's what I was told was what happened is why it escalated to a higher point was because the ref was in Eric's face and spit in his face. Probably. And that made Eric mad. And there was no contact between him or the ref, but Eric did say some shit. But yeah. it's hockey, and they all say some shit. So. And there's some bad refs out there, though, oh, too. Oh, some super bad refs. Like, really bad. Um, Like, leave the game bad refs. Like, we're done with this. We're out. Yeah. Pay me, but I'm leaving still. Right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so they booted Eric out of the game. So Eric was pretty pissed off. He had to sit in the locker room. So that's um, two of our top so studs. Those are, I would say at the time, our two best players two best on players, that yeah. team. Marshall, Eric. Mar- yeah, Marshall is our center. Eric is our defenseman. Marshall's playing for uh, the Oilers now. The Wooster Oilers, yeah. Wooster Oilers, they're a uh, junior. Yeah, junior team. Junior team, stud. Shout out to Marshall. Hopefully we can see and him. all that hard work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No um. Yes, but that's pretty much what it ended up with. It ended up being like the arena director came out on the ice um, because of the interactions that was happening with the players and the and the stands. Um, I got thrown out of the game. You did? <laughs> I did, me and... Um, oh, yeah, you and Roxanne. Me and Roxanne and got Roxanne. thrown out. And Roxanne. Roxanne's like the nicest lady. So I Roxanne, don't know. Roxanne could be a fire, maybe. No, but know. we weren't. So the ref actually kicked every spectator out. Yeah. Um, but the other people didn't leave, but me and Roxanne left. So because we left and other people stayed there yeah. and it wasn't like the ref was coming back over. Right. Um, you know, we left because, you know, we are rule followers, but like yeah. my kid wasn't even playing that game. Yeah. Dave um, was on the bench and yeah, was it Larkin? Larkin was playing that okay. game. Um, uh, cause they wrote, they kind of rotate, uh, yeah. who plays. So, was that, uh, uh, Blake was there too, right? Was, was that Blake? Was that last year? Maybe it was Blake playing, not Larkin. Yeah, I don't know. Did Larkin play last year? Yeah, they, we had like three goalies set. Oh up. yeah, they kind of rotated. No, but I'm rotated. I'm pretty positive it was her playing. I'm pretty positive Larkin was playing. I don't know. One of our goalies. We had three goalie system last year. That was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, because they rotated between the yeah. two teams, so well, it's hard to you know. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, somebody was in net and. Yeah, shit got out of hand. Shit got out of hand, but it in the end it ended up with the police coming. 
the police, police coming, up. the police coming, all of us, you know, like the game was over, the police came, uh, everybody left. And it was just like, it was just a shit show. You know, it was like definitely a lot of, you know, like Dave said, a lot of sandbagging teams. You know, it's like the point I don't understand is, you know, if, I don't know, if I was a varsity player and I'm, the tournament's not coded like that, like varsity, JV, whatever, it's it's the different hockey levels. But um, for me playing sports, if I was a varsity player and I won a JV tournament, I wouldn't be excited about it. Right. You know, like, I don't know, that's just It's me. like the young guy beating up on the old man. Yeah, it's like if you're a JV player yeah. and you get brought up to varsity and you win a varsity tournament, right. then you would be stoked. But yeah. if I was a varsity player playing on a JV team with a bunch of other varsity players and we won the tournament, if I didn't win the tournament, I would feel like shit. Right. I would be like, man, I'm trash. I just got fucking smoked by some JV teams. Yeah. You know, like, sandbagging to me, is, it doesn't do anything except put... Yeah. But that's the trophies same thing in with cases everything. for people who don't give a shit. But I guess, you know, I guess when you look at a trophy and it says that you won that tournament, they don't know that it's stacked full of players. They just see a trophy see case a trophy, full of yeah. trophies, right? So care about. Yeah. it's just trash. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, and sometime in there, we lost our best friend, Bolt. Yeah, on March, yeah, well, on March. March 17th, I remember because it was yeah, St. Patrick's was Day. Crazy. Well, he was diagnosed, was it? That's when he was diagnosed yeah. um, with heart problems. Yeah. Um, Take and care of your animals. I think that's all we learned through this is like, you know, like I think we, I feel like we take care of ourselves not as much and we take care of our animals not as much more. Does that make sense? No. No. I'm saying like, you know, like they always say like, well, okay, maybe men. Like men don't go to the doctor as much as they should or get checkups because, you know, they're stubborn or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, anyway. It's like someone- Take care of your animals. Like, get your animals checked up. Make sure you uh, research, I think. Right? No? <laughs> you no, look at all confused. I'm sorry. Well, because I'm confused because I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, Bolt had a genetic heart problem. Like, it's genetic. So, unless we're running genetics on our dog ahead of time and then being like, oh, got to look out for this heart problem. It's like, we know that he's a chihuahua. They have heart problems. They have teeth problems. Yeah, you know, but, it's but like, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I don't know what else I'm no. supposed to do for someone who has a heart problem. Like, what am I supposed to do for Bolt? No, there's that nothing could we could have done. Like, he literally lived his life. I guess he lived a shorter life, I, I think, uh, with that, that breed of animal. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's the remorse. He was of like, like 13 years old. And feeling like there was more we could have done, and we didn't. Maybe that's what it's coming from. But she said it didn't look like yeah. he had it for a long time, yeah. like when we took it. But well, he was having trouble breathing for a while that we were noticing. Yeah, with his yeah. coughing, but she yeah. said that it looks like his heart had become enlarged over the last month. Right. So if I was getting him yearly checkups, that's, you know, yeah. like... We wouldn't have picked that up. We wouldn't have picked it up anyway, right. but, you know, I think he probably went every couple of years because he had to get his rabies shot and stuff so that he could get groomed. Yeah. So he was still going on some frequency. It just, you know, I wasn't taking him every month or every six months or whatever, you know. No, I'm not saying like it wasn't like we weren't taking him enough. I'm just saying, I guess with technology out there now you can do a lot of research on the animals that you own and maybe like you know what i mean yeah but it, it's like he was to a stray see. dog yeah like we didn't research it, we didn't yeah. research and then yeah. pick him out you know it was like no i mean when he died was basically i chalk it up to 2020 like it was like just a we, we weren't expecting it all of a sudden he got sick one day we seen him we noticed it we took him in and then, you know when he's at the vet it's you know you get the worst news possible like right. basically like hmm 
Um, he's basically going to die, and we don't know how long he's going to live with you. He doesn't so. have very much time. Right. So enjoy the time that you have with him. Here's this medicine that'll keep his heart from getting a lot of fluid. Yeah. And then uh, a month later, he passed away. And right. that was uh, probably that was the hardest thing I th- in our relationship, I feel like, since we've been together. That was probably one of the hardest things, I think, together. Waking well, up, I don't. That. Maybe not. Yep. You don't think so? I think it's I think it's one of like the hardest memories we've had. I don't think it's the yeah. hardest thing we've gone no, through. No, probably right? not. Because, like, like yeah. we lost Ninja when we first yeah. got together. You know, my mom died during this thing. Your grandpa yeah, died. I like, can't, yeah, I can't compare <laughs> yeah. a dog to yeah. your mom. <laughs> yeah, like these are Sorry. you know your grandpa. You <laughs> yes, know, like it was these very are, tough for this year. It was probably the toughest thing this I think, year for us. I think maybe. for our boys. Yeah, uh, definitely like, for our boys. You yes, know, like definitely. one of the hardest things because right. you know, like. Uh, you know, my mom died for them too, which is her granny. Your right. your grandpa died for them too, but at, they were younger. That's what I was gonna say. But now, like you know, like age. they really understood everything that was happening. If something you know, happens to somebody, one of our family members, now the impact's gonna be huge. Right, because it it's they have so much more understanding yeah. of it. And plus, Bolt, you know, was their first animal. Like, right. well. We had my we we had a cat, but like Bolt was like the first dope ass animal we had. Like he was chill. He was just yeah, like a our fucking cat. little old man. He was not an asshole. He loved everybody that came in the door. Mm-hmm. If he thought you were a sketchy-ass dude or a sketchy-ass person, he'd bite the fuck out of you, and you'd go, all right, um, there's something wrong with that person. <laughs> Bolt's letting us know. Yeah. And, and he did it to only a couple people, and we know right. who they are. Um, and he was absolutely right. <laughs> yes, he de- he definitely turned out to be right. So and everybody loved Bolt. So and, everybody and he was a good dog, and and now his like, favorite thing to do was to be held like a baby. Yeah, you like would to be just held hold like him in baby. your arms, and you'd walk around yeah. with him like he's a baby. And yeah. every Saturday morning, <laughs> I would get up and I would hold him on the couch while I'm drinking coffee and yeah. add in coupons to my like Kroger card. And he would literally fall asleep. Yeah, like he'd he be would, sound asleep. And he's little, so he didn't weigh shit. So it wasn't like yeah. you even knew pounds. he was there. You know, he'd shed like a mother though. Yeah. If you had black clothes yeah. on, you were not holding Bolt. You'd be like, right. get away. And yeah. he, he wanted, he was like a magnet to black shit. Like, he was yeah. like, oh, yeah. He's like, go. oh, you're wearing black today. Please <laughs> yeah. help I'm me. I'm going to go sit by you. Yeah, even if he doesn't yeah. ever come sit by you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's So we lost him in April, but I think that was the one good thing about COVID was that because me and the boys were home during that time because they uh changed, Everybody was home. They changed school to work from yes. home or, you know, to remote I call it work from home because I work from home. But um, so me and the boys were able to spend every day, all day long with him. So his last his last month was like the best it could be. Yeah. I mean, the best thing was probably his vacation. Because right when we got Bolt, we took that motherfucker down the to Hilton, Hilton Head. Yeah. And he fucking was like, yeah, bitch, let's <laughs> go sit by the pool. And we'd take him for walks on the beach and he'd just be... <laughs> Running around, yeah. rolling around in seaweed. And that was literally like, what, a month? Because that was like in... Yeah, it was like a month after we got him. Yeah, we, we like, got him in May and then we went And to he Hilton was good on July. the way down. He laid on the floor the entire way. We kept like the AC so it was on the floor to keep him kind of cool. Yeah, he and just he slept was, on a floor almost the chill, whole time. So, but yeah, he was a good dog. So shout out to Bolt. Um, he's, so that he's was in right April, there, and actually, then... listening to us—that's kind of fucking weird. Yeah, we're looking at him right there. But uh, yeah, he was just a good dog, and um, everybody loved him. You know, um, so yeah, that that got us through half the year, and and I I think uh, 
I think after that's when you start to really see like the impact, you know, things, I th- like I think losing so. things that mean stuff to you like that yeah. during a time like this, when you're locked down and you really need as much as you can get because you're inside, you know, and you're trying to stay tight. But like, I think that at that point is kind of a uh, June, July, and at that point, I think when Bolt died, we were kind of like, fuck it. It's 2020. This is how this fucking year is going to go. And we kind of got in that mentality and that mind state of like, it's going to be a weird fucking year. Yeah. Like, and, and then I think, I think kind of year. May, June, July is when you and I would really, really got into it as far as the amount of fighting we were doing. Well, that was like. I'm trying to think back, like, what the kickoff was with the COVID. Was that the riots? Was that when fucking the dude, the video came out? Uh, That happened during the summer, I think. But I think we started to fight because uh, me and the boys weren't going anywhere. Yeah. Because it was COVID. Yeah. You know, and we were in the house, and there was times, like, because we have Life 360, and it would say, like, uh, I hadn't left the house in nine days. Yeah, you, you know? actually screenshot that, right? Like, yeah. So we have Life 360 because... Um, Our son drives. And they hate it. And all the kids hate it. They all talk shit about it. But um, I don't like it as much because I feel like more of a helicopter parent. Um, and I feel like I look at it a lot, almost like when I had my heart attack with my um, that Fitbit. I felt like I was always looking at my, um, my Fitbit to see where my heart was at because I was worried about it. So now it's like with the Life 360, I'm like, oh, is my wife coming out to bring me coffee today? Oh, where she's at? What's, you know, or where's the boys at? Or how, you know, like how fast are they going? How fast are they driving? Let's watch them go home. Let's see, you know, and I'm looking like how many times does he pull out his phone? And so... But, like, at the same time, it is good because you can have those conversations. You can sit down with your kid and you can say, hey, bro, you pulled your phone out 13 times while you're driving. That actually shows me where you pulled your phone out so I can see that you're not at a stop sign. And we can have those conversations so that our kids aren't in a wreck and, and we can prevent those things and we can have those conversations because our parents couldn't do that. And so maybe this app saves lives. So it is a good thing. But, um... Also, it, it does give me a peace of mind um, as far as because it has like a, it has crash detection on it. So if my son was to get in a wreck, um, would I, I would know instantly um, that he was in a wreck. If if something if he was uh, super late, I would be able to pull it up and be able to see where he's at, make sure he's okay. You know, if he's broke down on the side of the road or something, you know, I'd be able to know or at least call him and be like, "Hey, bud, I see you've been at this place for a long time." Like what is right. going on? You're right. supposed to be home. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I can, you know, it gives me that peace of mind and not that I track them. Like I'm not looking at it all the time. It's a mom thing. I think that's what I honestly think. I don't think it's like, I just think it's a mother instinct. You want to know where your babies are. They're not in the nest where they at. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. But I don't check it not all the time. It's like just for me, a, like, like I look at it like, um, if it's raining real hard and yeah, he's like driving and, and he's driving, today. Not today. I wouldn't worry about today. But, like, if it's raining real hard or if it's snowing and he's got to drive to or from hockey, I check. Mm-hmm. I'll say, like, okay, he left the house about half an hour ago. He should be just about to hockey. Right. And I'll bring up the app and I'll look and see where he's at. And most of the time, he is right, almost right at hockey. Right. Or just right before hockey. So, I know he's fine and he's safe. You know, and then it actually will kick me an alert. It says he arrived at Sports Plus. 
Right. So, you know, then I know he got there safe and that's it. I'm not checking up on him. I don't check to see where you are during the day um, or where you're at ever, except for when I am bringing you out coffee just to see where you're at. I'm not checking up on you. I don't care where you're at. Yeah. You know, we're adults. So, oh, yeah. you know, you've been driving. Right. I know you're not in a wreck, but if you ever do get in a wreck, it'll tell me you got in a wreck and I'll know yeah. right away too. So it right. gives me that peace of mind as well. And it does the same for you, for me. So, yeah. you know, as far as that, but I think, uh, I think when COVID happened, Dave and I are both essential workers, but we're essential workers in, in different ways. Yeah. So I continue to work throughout the pandemic. Dave is a mailman. Um, I know we've mentioned that on the show before. So, so yeah. I have an idea. And I want to see if it's right what you're going to go. So I'm going to let you finish this, but I got to remember to throw out this idea. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> what I was going to say was that like Dave's life didn't change very much right. for the pandemic. He still got up every day. He still went to work. He's still seen all his people that he worked with. He still would see his customers every day on his route. You know, um, it, his life didn't change from day to day. You know, he'd still come home and, and relax at night the way he does playing Xbox with his friends online and, and whatever else. And, uh, like for me and the boys, our life's changed a considerable amount. Right. Uh, Dave lost a, a season of lacrosse. Um, he didn't get to play lacrosse last year. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, we weren't hanging out with our friends. We couldn't see our friends. You know, the the food places were closed. So, like, we the only thing that we could get, really do was go to the grocery store to get stuff. And it's like they would only allow one family member in. So it wasn't even like I could take a kid grocery shopping with me. It's like uh-huh. I had to go on my own or, you know, so it was like it was hard to like uh, with my job being really collaborative. It was hard and still is hard to not see everybody, you know, every day and, right. and leave I think the about house. It often. And, I think about you like when I'm on my route and I get those random thoughts. I think about like, man. To just be at home, like I told you uh, yesterday, like it had said that you hadn't left the house in like four days. And I was like, dang, like you're not seeing anybody leaving. You know, you're basically just, they said the workload has gone up this year. When you look at it from people, which, which was a statement of because people are at home and they don't really have places they can go. So they're just, they're working more and putting in more hours, which is, you know, those are true statements. You know, for me, that's absolutely true. You know, like, yeah, I, like I, I see you. And so it is you firsthand, but like other podcasts I've listened to while, you know, out on my route and stuff have, have mentioned the same thing. And, and so it's like, I think because like when yeah. I, when I was working downtown, I would be like, all right, I have to go home so I can cook dinner and stuff. But it's like, now I'm just like, okay, I'm online. Um, I'm doing something. So I'm going to stop doing this for five minutes. So I'll I can set my computer down, so I walk can, away, do this right, and come back. I'll and throw dinner busting. in and then I'll come right. back. And it's like, I, you know, I'd be on my computer till nine, ten o'clock at night doing work because it just didn't stop because of COVID, yeah. because of the industry that I'm in. Right. You know, I needed to work. And even still to this point, I'm still at a, where I'm working like seven days a week, even if some days yeah. are only for two or three hours. Right. I'm still working seven days a week. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a and lot of work. A lot and of stress on the family, you know, when you're working a lot and, you know, that just it's a lot of work, you know. Putting in a lot of time, I think. I don't know. I guess those are the things. Yeah. What do you think about this year? Sorry. Wow. No, I'm just listening <laughs> yeah. to you talk. Yeah, it's yeah, like- it's like it's it's just it, all those things combined puts a stress on everything, on the relationship, on your family. But then when everything's going on and you're in a situation like this, those are the first things you think about: is your family, is your friends, and then you're like, damn, you know. So, 
you just try and make do. I think you get to the point, like we said, where we're just like kind of agree to disagree on this thing, you know, because we know it's not healthy for our relationship, you know, for our marriage to be at each other, especially when we're locked in and we have to see each other as much as we do because, you know, it's just, it's not fun wearing a mask. It's not fun going out. I mean, I think we're getting more used to it. And those are the things that worry me that don't worry you because it's normal. And to me, I think those are the restrictions that I hate is when government starts putting restrictions in and shit. Like I'm very anti-government punk rock type of feel with me. And so those are the things I think about. So, you know, I think about like, oh, big government wants to make more fucking money. So, hey, let's put in these lockdowns so they do work for for home and put these hours in. And Amazon, this dude, fucking Jeff Bezos, is done made. I mean, Jesus, dude, is this mega mind? Like, these are the fuck. Everything in my life is goes back to kids movies, you know, so. It's scary. So, you know, those are the stresses. And I think with this year, you know, big change is coming. And we wanted to get this podcast up and running. I'm excited to do it. We're going to go in a different direction and not really rely on guests as much. And it's fucking tight, you know. So I think we learned new friends and family are what's more important, you know. And fucking live your life and be safe. And that's it. So... Um, but I mean, we got up to what July and then October and where, where do we stop at? Sorry. I went on it. No, I, no, <laughs> I just kind of went on a thing where it's like, you know, you just, you think about it and you do think about work and you think about COVID, but then we start going in that direction where it's like, we don't want to be that way, but it's been a tough year. I think it's been a tough year for everybody. Well, I don't think you, it's like, <clears throat> I know we talked about, uh, before this about avoiding, you know, political talk and I'm totally fine with that, but I don't think there's a way to avoid not talking about COVID. Because no, you can't. That's COVID what our year a, has been. Yeah. Is it, COVID uh, has been 2020. When yeah. you look back on this, I mean, I came up with, uh, the dicks on the door last night idea. They'll be seeing that pretty soon from, uh, at Wago Studios, is this an ad point? Is this where we put in a best friend show podcast in the Wago Studios and follow? No, us just that? last <laughs> night, Dave. Had, so last night, we uh, we, got, oh. we didn't go out for New Year's Eve. Like we didn't go out party or anything, but we uh, we went and got food at Cheesecake Factory. Um, and then when we were coming home, uh, we stopped to play it again sports because we're a big sports family, and you never have enough and, hockey and sticks. Apparently, for the record. She pointed it out, not me. Like, normally I'm the one to, like, we'll be somewhere and I'll get on the ways and I'll go, is there a play it again sports around here? Because um, my first job was at play it again sports and um, I loved it because I, I feel like GameStop would be much of the same because you're bringing in used stuff. So you have first access to people's used stuff that they don't value anymore, but you would put value on it. Video right. games, you could get a new video game for cheap and you could just take it out of your wallet. So people would bring in golfs, anything. I had access to anything. And at the time, um, I was living at home and I was a goalie, but I had like these cheap Mylek pads that were like, if um, maybe I'll remember to put it up on the Instagram, but they're like these plastic pieces of board basically that you strap to your leg. So you can't really do much with them. They're like for street hockey, right? Street hockey, right? Because yeah. I grew up, we started playing street hockey. A lot of the NHL Nallers are, NHLers nowadays my age started playing street hockey and then transitioned to ice, which is kind of how my story went. But anyway, I was at play it again and this guy came in and he had a pair of John Brown goalie pads and they were just leg pads and they were red and they were a little bit smaller than I'm used to, mm -hmm. but they're, 
ice hockey pads. And right, I remember, you never had them. Before. Well, I just I remember trying out for a hockey team when when I was with the Jedi's. Uh, the Storm had a team together. It was a roller hockey team. So 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 um, they they started a travel team and they put an ad in the newspaper that they were having tryouts for this this travel roller hockey team. And it was a big thing because roller hockey was just popping. That was when Airborne came out and mm-hmm. the Mighty Ducks, and it was like the 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 the, the Blade Gang pop the blade gang generation. Um, and he had trouts at Cleves Warsaw. It was on some tennis courts. And, uh, this was the owner of, uh, the hockey dome. And his name is Al. Uh, a lot of the guys that are listening to this, Kevin, he'll know who I'm talking about. And anyway, he put this ad in, um, it was like the Delhi press. And so a lot of the team for my Jedi's, a lot of the roller hockey boys wanted to go try out for this team. So, uh, we decided to go try out and there was another goalie there. So I was like, Oh, this was the first time that in my life I had competition and I was mm-hmm. nervous and I remember being nervous and I remember looking at my gear and looking at his gear and going, I got to put on a clinic today if I even have a chance because this guy's coming in with full ice hockey goalie gear, nice helmet, painted, airbrushed. I got a fucking Mylac with my model, uh, my model car paint that I hand painted Juggalo and Fago all over it and it was fucking cracked from one of my players and... You know, I got my Milex street hockey pads on, so you don't have butterfly, you don't have rotation, you don't have any of that shit. I got a cardboard chest protector to take out the sting of the ball. I actually took a piece of cardboard and crumbled it up so it could move around my chest, and I had these arms. So anyway, um, I didn't have the gear, and at the end, um, we did the tryouts, and I was way better than that other goalie. He was slow. His pads probably maybe, you know, and I was stopping everything, and Al came up to me, and he goes... Uh, we're going to go with so-and-so, um, but do you play any other positions we'd like you to play? And I go, I only play goalie. So that was it. And I got cut, and that was it. And then I was working at um, Play It Again, and that dude brought in a pair of goalie pads, and I paid him $80 out of the register because my boss was dope as fuck. And if you did, and you wrote it down on a piece of paper the next day, he would take it out of your paycheck. you know. And he was real cool. Sometimes he wouldn't. Sometimes he would just be like, hey, man, we're cool. Well, I think that might have been a downfall of the Western Hills play it again. <laughs> I might have had something to do with that if, you know, he was just taken out of the register. And this the, he was like the co-owner and the other owner was like this business-oriented, looked like Danny DeVito, really short, bald guy. He mm-hmm. would come in and shit like the other owner was like the party guy, bringing girls around, having fun, take it out of the register, buy your lunch for everybody who's there, like no nonchalant, just go with the flow but that guy would come in and he'd get his shit together but anyway so i bought those pads and that's that that's where that went so but back to your story because i just went on a 10 minute tangent about hockey because i was dying to talk about hockey sorry um i didn't say the play it again you did so we went to play it again right because we're never in that area of town and it, it was, was at liberty right and liberty township we are we we go out there to the liberty funny it was, it's that a good one was place. in westchester I don't think we we hardly ever go there. We never. I've go been to there two other times to that plate again. Right, that's the point I'm yeah, making. We don't, we don't go, go there out there a lot. Right. That was my first time being there. I seen it. It looked bigger, but once we got in, it wasn't as big as it looked from the outside. But uh, in the back, we go look at the hockey sticks because we're always looking for hockey sticks for like street hockey because we don't want to mess up the good ice hockey sticks. So we go yeah. in. And there's a difference. For all you that don't know, that listen, maybe Jade's friends, 
old school hockey sticks and street hockey sticks are plastic and wood because they're going to get tore up. They're like, it's like sandpaper when you play street hockey. Right. It's just sandpaper. You're just rubbing on concrete. Ice hockey sticks, the new ones, they're all composite. So they're one piece, molded, usually carbon fiber. They're fucking they're $200. They're flags. $300. They're $200. they are not cheap. So whenever you can get them on sale, we buy them. So we're at this plate again, and we see a stick that's a one-piece composite. I look at it, and the heel is chipped. It's so, so let's make sure. It okay. is a Sidney Crosby. Yeah, you did say. You mentioned Sidney Crosby. You it's said, a, ooh, there's a Sidney Crosby Whatever it was, yeah, Bauer, but that, that, like, that's a that's a good stick. When you like, see Sidney Crosby's stick. name on it, he's the goat right now. One yeah. of them. Our our kid is left. Our yeah. youngest son is left-handed. He's a a defenseman. Right. We're like, oh, this would be a good stick for him. For it was fourteen ninety nine, by the way. When we were playing ice hockey, it was it was marked at fourteen ninety nine. It had another sticker on it for seventy four ninety nine, and then another sticker for fourteen ninety nine. So when we looked at it, we're like, oh, why'd they mark this down? It was because the heel of the stick was straight cracked. Like a big chunk of it was missing. So you could wrap it in tape and probably fill in that gap and to be able to play street hockey. Street hockey. That's, That's what it. I was thinking. You would never use that stick to play ice hockey. It looked like somebody took the stick ever. and was fucking around and banged it on the concrete in the store and cracked the whole back of the heel off. But it was good enough that there was still enough blade that it would sandpaper it down to be a good stick to, to use. To me, it looked like a kid who was pissed playing hockey and banged it up against the boards or some banged shit. Banged it against the yeah. board or against the right. against the net. But it was brand new. And, and so. cracked the bottom of the right. stick right at the corner. So they took and they traded it in so they could get something else because their mom and dad was like, I'm not paying another $300 for a fucking stick for you. Right. Right. We hear that all yeah. the time because we right. watch kids break sticks all the yep. time when they get pissed in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, even my own son does it, and then he comes out, and I'm like, hey, fucker, like, I'm not buying another $300 goalie stick for you, yeah. so make sure you don't crack it. You only got two. So uh, we see it all the time. So yeah. we take it to the to the front, and Dave goes, hey, uh, you give me a discount on this stick. Uh, it's cracked at the bottom. <laughs> you know, you already got it marked at 15 I wanted bucks. it for 5 bucks. Like, five. it was fourteen ninety nine. And the guy was like, how much is it? Dave goes, fourteen ninety nine. He goes, I'll give it to you for 10 because, you know, it's almost the year's almost up. Dave's like, sweet. And then he looks at the stick and he goes, wait a minute. This stick's not fourteen ninety nine. Now, I've dealt with people before because I'm an old man but young guy. And they judge me pre It's like a pre-judge thing where somebody looks at you and they think that you've switched stickers to get a fast one on him. That's that right when that happened, that was the vibe I got from the guy. So automatically I'm like, fuck this dude. Go ahead. So he goes, I don't know who the jokester was who put this on here, but this is not even for the same stick. And Dave goes, oh, I just thought they marked it down because the stick is cracked. And he goes, no. And then Dave's like, all right, then. And uh, he goes, okay, then I don't want it. And the guy's like, okay, he, uh, I'm just going to pitch it. Well, the, okay, so the guy starts, yeah. So the important part was the guy starts looking at it, and he sees that the heel's broke. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of looks, and he goes, Oh, somebody's trying to pull a fast one on me. Who the hell would break this stick like this? Like, almost like somebody broke it and put the stick. In my mind, I thought somebody who worked there, who was a pretty intelligent kid, probably seen that and goes, nobody's going to pay $75 for a stick that's broke like this because it's not worth shit now. Right. I'll mark it down to $14.99. I looked at it. I go, $14.99 is what I pay for street hockey sticks. Any play it again I go to, if I see a nice stick for $15, i am buying it for at home because we always have hockey play here. Anyway. And that guy said, uh, 
I'll probably just pitch it. And at that point, I was and pissed then, because I was like, I was literally going to give you ten fucking dollars for this stick, bro. But now you're going to pitch it, which is like just basically shitting in my face. That's <laughs> what that made me feel like. Like, I'm just going to throw it away. I'm not going to like you could have made ten dollars well, off of me. the sticker off, and uh, you're like, all right, let's just go. And I go, well, wait, there's a other sticker underneath it. Maybe it says something different. Uh, and then when he peeled that off, it was a sticker for a, a different stick again. So yeah. it's it, to me, it just seemed like they were marking it down because no one was buying it. And instead of putting it, it was that stick on there. They just kept putting different stickers on right. there because it had like six stickers yeah. piled up. Um, but Dave was super pissed. Uh, he takes stuff, I think, m- way more personally than I do. Well, it's like, don't be a dick, dude. Like, uh, I'm not trying to get a fast one on you. We're in COVID. I'm trying to. Just buy a stick, bro. Like, it's broke. If you knew anything about sports, and I owned a sports store, I would know that that stick is not valued at all, what it looked like. And if a guy came in and said, I'm going to buy this, and told me why I'm going to buy it, like I did, I told him literally, we're going to use it out in our backyard on our basketball court, and it's going to fucking tear it up, so it's just going to be for street hockey. And he was still a dick. So then as I'm leaving, I've been thinking about, because uh, I go through Sticker App, which is a shout out to them on Instagram. It's just, when I first started getting on Instagram uh, with my art page, they give you those suggested follows and Sticker App was one of them and they make stickers. So they always send me deals for discounts and shit. But usually every year they send me a good deal that is hard to pass up. So I do like a sticker. Well, I've been thinking about doing a 20 20 sticker because I haven't done one and normally I do one. I think last year was the Fortnite uh, give me the loot sticker I did mm-hmm. for uh, Fortnite was big, whatever. I did the whole shout out to Biggie Smalls. Give me the loot with the loot llama. Shout out to loot llama. That's where you were supposed to chime in and say that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's try it again. So last year I did the uh, uh, 2019 sticker and uh, Fortnite was big. So I did this loot llama sticker. Loot llama. There we go. Thank you. See, pick it up. We had to do a rewind there. But um, so. I'm big into hashtags. Everybody knows me so much so that a couple of years ago, Jay and the boys bought me a hashtag this Nike uh, t-shirt that I wear. Um, it's a white shirt. I hate white shirts because they show <laughs> armpit yellow. So it's kind of turned into a um, behind the pillow t-shirt. Um, anyway, uh, so hashtag dicks on the door, right? Because that guy was a dick. Like it's 2020. It sucks. It's fucking late at night. You live in Blue Ash. You have a store in Blue Ash. It's a used sports store. I'm sure you make decent money. Westchester. And I'm just trying to buy a broken-ass stick. And if you know anything about hockey, you know that that stick's not valuable. You're taking in used equipment. You should know. And you should have said, yes, sir, you can have it for five fucking dollars. Have a good night. And I might have gave you 10 to say, hey, man, I love your business. I support Play It Again. Just take this $10 bill. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Because we've been doing that this year, right? Right, yeah. We've been giving a lot of tips to a lot of people. Last night at uh, Cheesecake Factory, our bill was like, I don't know, 70 bucks. We gave the girl a $25 tip, way more than we normally do. You know, uh, Christmas this year, we went out and got big gifts. Uh, That's a whole nother story. (laughs) <laughs> about people opening their gifts early. Andy, you son of a... <laughs> just kidding. But um, So uh, I'm going to make a dick, and it's going to be a little cartoon dick, and it's going to say hashtag 2020. And if you see it on a business door, know that inside there's a dick in there. Why are you put hashtag 2020? I don't know, because it's, it's hashtag dicks now. on the door from 2020. I don't know, because that's you, my 2020 You literally stick. had the idea at like 8 o'clock. 
in 2020. On, on December 31st of 2020. That's why and it should say 2020. It, so. I don't think so. Okay. So put that in the comments if uh, for our um, 40 listeners. Do we get about 40? You think we'll get 40 on this? Anyway, any of you listeners, one listener, comment on one of our Instagram posts about this podcast and tell me if it should be 2020 or 2021 on a sticker. Dick's on the door. If you see a dick on the door, I'm going to make about probably about 100 stickers. We'll have 100 stickers around the area. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go into Skyline and you see a dick on the door before, and they'll be kind of hidden. you got to look. Maybe I'll put it out where we're going to put them, like the top right-hand side of the door in the corner. You'll see a dick hanging off the side. I'm going to draw it up. You'll see the sketch. It's just going to be a little cartoon dick. Dick's on the door. And then you'll know there's a dick inside there. I'm saving you from all that dick. Yeah, and it doesn't mean the year. company's a dick. It just means Yeah, it just means that there's a dick in there, in there, there and there. you got to find out who it is. <laughs> you got to, excuse me, are you the dick? Yeah. No, yeah. you just talk to people like, hey, man, I need some help down here. Man, fuck you, dude. I don't know if anybody would say that. But, yeah, um, probably not. Yeah, so this year it's been poopy. I think everybody year. knows that. But uh, right now we're in the uh, World Juniors. We're in the hockey season with Dade. Dade was his senior year. That's fun. We haven't, we didn't really get into that senior night and losing the pitchers from senior right, night. Right, because we, we were in July still. <laughs> yeah, we were in and July. Then and then you started talking about December 31st. I go on random tangents. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, so school started back up. It started, uh, they went to school for a couple of days. Then they went to blended learning. Then, then they went, went to, to school. Then they went back, back to school. And then they uh, went back to remote and then back to school and then back, back to blended. Remote. So uh, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been crazy as far as their school. Dade's uh, senior year started. Um, he's played some games. Some games have gone canceled because of COVID. Um, people talk about Kentucky being the wild west or Indiana being the wild west as far as not following COVID rules. Um, uh, I don't seem to find that. Uh, I've been to, uh, I've been to, uh, Tennessee. I've been to Kentucky and I've been to Indiana and they are all very strict on the COVID rules. Um, Tennessee strict. Yeah. We had to wear a mask. We're literally, Nashville? yes, we literally had to wear a mask everywhere we went. Oh, so just you wearing know, a mask is a strict rule? Because people are saying, like, like, uh, so... Uh, I feel like strict would be, like, outdoor dining only. Like, we could at least eat indoors in Nashville. Like, even in, like when, in L.A., you can't even eat. Or in yeah, New but, York, you no, have to but eat I'm, outside. But I'm talking about that's their rules, and people right. are following them. Right. You know, like, people are just saying, like, uh, like they're putting up billboards in Michigan about come to Indiana. You don't got to deal with all this shit. Right. But it's like, you go to Indiana... Uh, me and Dade were coming home from a hockey tournament or hockey games he had in Indiana, and we stopped at uh, Big Boy. And, Big Boy. Yeah, and we had to you had to order your food at the front desk. Yeah. You know at the, well at the, we have to do that here. At the time we didn't. Oh. At the time it wasn't like that here. Oh, okay. Like you could go into Big Boy, yeah. your waitress would come, they would just right. be masked up, they would take your order. Yeah. You know, well, it's like, weird like, here. Even here, there's certain places where it's like different rules but, but that's for what different I'm saying, things. Like some restaurants, you can go here. Like, where do we eat last night? We just went in, sat down, well, eat, like, ordered. Well, no but when we, w- when we went a couple Cheesecake. weeks ago, yeah. yeah, but we went a couple weeks to Big Boy, and it was the same way. Yeah, you had to pre-order. As, as it was, you had to pre-order at the register, you had to sit and down. then they gave you a number, you sat down. That and lady then you- brought out three helmets for me, you, and Gage. We had to put the helmets on, and... Um, Remember, and the, the other guy came from the back, and he had the oxygen tanks, and we had to wear those. Do you remember that? I'll just let you continue on with your oh. fake story. 
Okay. I don't know where you're going with it, so I was just gonna let you just. <laughs> I just keep thinking of ET with this dude when they it... came in the tunnel. Like that shit was fucked up, and now we're in it. I know you didn't. <laughs> At think... any day, some van could pull up, and they could have a tunnel to our front door and go, "Sir, we know that there is COVID inside this house. Please come with us." And they come in there. No, I just, I just like knew Darth you Vader. didn't, you didn't think your story through at all. Why? So I was just gonna let you like I was dangle. Yeah, I was just gonna let you dangle well, while I'm you. I'm a freestyler. Can... Remember, I was a rapper as uh, part of my yeah. resume. gift rapper. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not a gift rapper. I'm a gangster <laughs> rapper. Oh, what? Yeah, dude, we were gangbangers back then. You uh, you know. We won't get into those stories. Jay doesn't know. She thinks she knows, but she doesn't. I had a whole nother life before we met. You weren't, you weren't even a gangster rapper. You don't even know, dude. Yeah, I was. You're dude, a I've been mayor? rapping since I was seven. You don't even in know. In Delhi? Yeah, dude, Delhi. Yeah, okay, yeah, buddy. Delhi gangsters. Cool. Ask anybody about it. We ran fucking Aussies. Anybody around there, just ask them about You Aussies. ran Aussies? Yeah, yeah, all the snacks you were buying, no. you ran it. <laughs> no. I got a lot of baseball cards from there, and you we'd sure sit out front and hustle the fuck out of them, dude. Oh, cool. That's Yeah, yeah. we made stacks. Gang, gang. Bags. We made stacks. Is that, that like a dollar, two dollars a day? You're <laughs> pulling it down. You should have seen how much fucking gum we had in those Ziploc bags oh, from I those bet. packs of cards. Yeah. Serious shit. Awkward. What? <laughs> it's not awkward. <laughs> anyway, 2020 has anyway. been fun. That's kind of how our life. Yeah. Goes. So he's had some games canceled, some mm. games not canceled, um, and then. That <laughs> was just funny. It, I know, man. People are gonna love this shit. It's just fucking random, dumb shit. But 2020's kind of been like that, man. It's like the random shit that happens, and you're just like, 2020. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of some of those. Like the only one I can think about was the the pictures and the email we got from Roxanne from uh, Dade Senior Night of Hockey. When yeah, it was like that, like, they had this photographer come in, and uh, she was a young girl, so I imagine she was probably a student from high school or college or something and <clears throat> took pictures like professionally besides, you know, everybody's cell phone cameras mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, they didn't come out. So we yeah. don't have pictures with our son when he gave mom the rose mm -hmm. and hugging and none of that. And, um, they want to redo them. I'm not a fan of that. That energy's gone. So that's my two cents on our podcast. But, uh, yeah, it just sucks. So I remember when it came out, Roxanne put in the email to everybody like, ah, 2020, just add it. Add it on to the list of 2020 shit. So kind of sucks. But, you know, we got pictures. It was a fun night. It was probably, I mean, we needed it was probably that the night. best we night of the night. It was probably the best night. night of the whole yeah. of the whole year, I think, for me. I um, agree. So I'm glad you feel like that because I agree. It was. It, it was like. At the time that that night happened, uh, with everything that Roxanne did, um, uh, that night was interesting with the uh, the senior board. Uh, we did some quick uh, last minute. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fuck, dude. When you adapt, uh, let's adapt, overcome. Yeah. So we had uh, anyway, but uh, we got there and it was just everything was beautiful. The cookies were beautiful. Uh, the flowers, all the kids were there. They were all dressed up. The vibe was good. It was packed. You know, nobody's really fucking being stupid about the COVID and wearing masks, even though everybody was masked up. Nobody was having issues, and it was just, uh, I mean, it was just great. Merck was there. Marshall came in town. The boys, uh, the boys uh, got to see Marshall because you know he's been he's in um, uh, with the Wooster Oilers, which is uh, yeah we talked about it's that about earlier. three yeah we talked about it earlier. But um, to to steer back to that, it's about three hours away, so it's not close. 
you know, and, and it's up and by he's Akron. Staying, he's staying with the Billet family. Yeah, he's staying with the Billet family. And so for this game, his dad uh, and, and Tammy, who we talked about earlier in this podcast, um, his dad came back to announce everybody and, and the information, which was nice. And his mom was there. You know, she was a team mom for a while while mm-hmm. Marsha was with this team. Really, she does a lot of shit. So, you know, she's just a great person all around, you know, as far as just we love her. Um, and... And Marshall was there, and he showed up in the locker room. I wish I would have videoed it. So There's, all the boys were super happy to yeah, see him. Yeah, they were just – it popped. Once he walked in, the whole locker room popped. It was just the whole night was a great Some of the night. old players came back for senior Old night. coaches, Adam Fagan showed up, their old head coach. A lot of the old players who graduated came back. And just, the you know, senior night – Some of their friends from school came. Yeah, if you're into hockey um, and you're listening to this and you haven't, like, maybe uh, – Gone to a high school borderline game. hockey fan, or have only gone to cycle like a high school hockey game is great. But if you can go to like a high school hockey game between like two rivals, like Moeller and Saint X, mm-hmm. or Elder uh, when Elder was good, even Elder and LaSalle back in the day, I've heard my buddy at work at school his uh, or at work his his sons played for Elder, and he talked about the fist fights that's on YouTube for the Elder LaSalle games and shit. But um. If you can go to a senior night to mm-hmm. one of those teams, that's a different vibe. Right. I mean, you've got teenagers there, which is not like old fans at a Cyclones game or NHL games heckling. It's kids heckling. And kids, teenagers heckling is a lot different than... Well, teenagers heckling other teenagers. Yes. And they're not nice. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, which so, is good, though. So <laughs> some of our boys... Yeah. So, so some of the boys that had graduated, um, that were on uh, the teams that played with our son, uh, the last three or four years together, um, they came back and they researched the other team. So yeah, they, they did their research. So That's they the knew their yeah. first names. They knew all their names. They knew the goalie's name. They knew the goalie's name. So yeah. they were going double hard on their goalie. And when um, when you're a goalie, um, and I don't know what it's like because I've never played in that game. I could only imagine. But when you're a goalie and they know your name and they're yelling at it and they're, they're making fun of name. you and they got your picture up like, on the internet. And they're, and they're like, Devin, you suck. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine being that goalie and listening. Yeah. But, I mean, shout out to them. The game was 2-2 at the mm-hmm. end. And it was a good game. That The, the whole, I mean, the best would have been a win, right? obviously. And I think that game, if I'm recalling, it did come down to the last two minutes for them to tie it up or they something. They tied it up in the last, like, 10 seconds of the game. Yeah, I thought it was one of those Because we crazy we went ahead incident. in the last minute because mm-hmm. it was 1-1. Larkin we, and Dade both played. They split time, which was cool, in, you know, to in see. In the them. last minute, we the, well, just I think in the last 2 minutes, we went up 2-1. Uh-huh. And then our boys were still kind of celebrating because yeah, you know, that's right. it doesn't were, it doesn't really happen very yeah. often that somebody scores another goal in like the last minute of the game. So our boys were still pretty excited, and there yeah. was less than like ten seconds. So we left went up in the two game. one with a minute, I think, wasn't it? Like a minute yeah, left. We went up two one, so they had left. the pop, they had the momentum. But then when you get that, you get you sleep on the face off. You're right, still because you up. think there's no way they're going to score yeah. in the next minute. And they came down, and there was like less than ten, ten seconds. I think it was like six seconds, and they scored. Yeah. And in our league. Uh, it's it's a time thing. Yeah. You only have the rink for so long, so there's no shootouts yeah. and there's buy, no you, yeah, have, you to have to buy, buy more time. Of time and shit. So yeah, so there is no shootouts, uh, no overtime. So you just end in a tie. Yeah. So it and ended I up think, being to do. Yeah. So it sucked. 
you know, and you know, Larkin, it didn't suck. Larkin, it's better than a loss. It is better than a loss. You feel but bad for Larkin because you could out. see her deflated at yeah, the but, end. But but Dade in the last minute of because Dade yep, played first right. in the last minute they scored a goal, a goal on goal. Dade yep. in the last minute to tie it one one right before she came in. Then and she then came she in came basically in. on a new game, mm-hmm. and we went up and gave him the lead two one. So she was nice there, and then all of a sudden she last, got deflated yeah. right at the end, right. which. That's kind of crazy now that I think about that. Yeah, I didn't happened. think about that that night. That and I was like, damn, you don't want to go out of the game on that, you yeah. know, getting scored on. And right. then she, you know, she the game ended on, with her getting yeah. scored on and the game ended up in a tie. But it was great. The whole night was great. Yeah, the game, Everybody was that great, put all like, their time uh, into it, you know. I wouldn't want it to them. be, you know, uh, end in a loss. I'm I'm happy for the tie. I'll take good. the tie over a loss. Yeah. Um, I'll take the game over everything right now in 2020 i'm just glad that the boys got to i think that was the whole thing that's why they moved it up normally senior nights are toward the end of the season mm-hmm. but because of covid and things starting to get canceled and, and shut down again yeah, because this season's kind of been up and down we've had a lot of games canceled when the 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 county shuts down last um, minute last minute then they got to cancel games i mean shit we've had games canceled on the way people driving canceled. the columbus game yeah. yeah columbus they're on their car driving up there some mm-hmm. people were already there canceled it um and then I was rescheduled games yeah jade was 45 she was up by monroe up that way had to turn around so it's just been a fucking crazy year i think for everybody and um i think through this whole thing like uh, i just i think about uh, all the businesses and the lives that have been impacted from this that are not part of the 10 percenters i guess you know just like abby and 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 Abby just and people Jeff, we've had on the show, yeah. Right? Jeff Abby and, and Abby. Jeff, Jeff and Abby. Um, you know, just well, John Chosmer's living his best life. Yeah, but he's not having him. as many snake. He wasn't. He couldn't have snake shows for a long right. time. Can't and now do snake shows. So now that they're doing them in a different him. way. Yeah. yeah. So just everybody, man. Like your businesses, uh, people's mental health, checking in on your friends. I, I've been trying to do a lot more of that lately. Is just reaching out to some of my friends. Uh, I got some friends that suffer from mental health. Growing up with it. You know, I think about hard through this, you know, with their kids and their family. And, you know, your kids, your own kids, check in on them. Fuck, you know, like they're going through it too. And, um, I mean, it's, yeah, we're just in some weird times, you know. Vitamin C, that's the key. <laughs> Fucking take vitamin C. I'll preach that to the end. Vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc are the three things that you should take. All the research says that. I think naturally you do. I thought with this whole thing, my take on this was... Um, when I was a little kid and I would get in trouble, my mom would ground me and she would force me to stay inside. That was my punishment because mm-hmm. all we did when we were kids was go outside and play. Right. Right. So your punishment was today you're staying inside. You didn't do good. You were, you came home late. The lights right. were on, whatever. Okay. Now, sorry. <laughs> now kids, uh, they're inside. You know, and a lot of them, uh, not just us, but a lot of families, we see it all is the punishment is put the Xbox up, put the PC up, put the the phone phone down, put the phone away and go outside and play, you know? And I mean, that's where I think with all this, you know, I don't, I'm not worried about the virus at all. Um, but, uh. There's times when I do worry about it because it's real. It's not fake. I, I n- never would say it's fake. And um, I've got some family members who are not in the best of shape. So those are the people you worry about. You know, my grandma and my uncle and people like that who have suffered from 
uh, lung stuff or heart problems. Well, I don't think it's just that. I think it's everybody. I think you're not concerned about it until it impacts you. Right. Until it completely impacts you. But I I mean, but I feel like that's, that's for everyone, you know, because when I was going to have surgery, like you really dug in about me not having surgery because of COVID. I did. I did because I was worried about the, um, the, the take it would take on your immune system, right? Your immune system right, is built know, but, to protect you and keep that you I, healthy. But that's, so, the, that's the point that right. I'm making is during that time, you were very rah, rah. I was very gung-ho against masks, vo- against correct. COVID shutdowns, against all that. Is, but yeah. when shit hits the fan, when it becomes real and your wife is going under the knife, then you really start to think about things. But at this point. But that's the point that I'm the making. The survival rate is very high. Yeah, but that doesn't mean shit if your dad dies, bud. True. That's the point that I'm making. But was is that he going to die from this, or was he going to die anyway? Doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Does it? We're all going to die. True. Like, you could literally say that. Well, my dad was 60. He was we're gonna, all going to die. He's going to die soon but anyway. But do we need to affect the lives that we're affecting the way we are now? Because it's a detriment. We're fucking it up. So is that is the risk worth it? Anyway, let's but. not. But. <laughs> Scene one, Apple, take one. Like it, but we record when we deal with reporters. It's called fake news, and we solve a lot of problems. And we're back. Jade's filling up her drink, getting her headphones on, fixing her hair. Not I'm fixing back. my hair. Fixing my podcast. Hair. They can't see me. Huh? That's why I'm describing it so they can. Think about you fixing your hair. That's so pretty. That's so pretty. Hey, follow me on Instagram at Drippin' Nose, <laughs> um, Wagle Studios, uh, a spouse podcast, and um, YouTube Drippin' Nose. There's a couple videos on there if you want to follow us there. Um, we have follow a- you there, not follow us. Follow you. What do you mean? We have a Harlem Shake video there. You're in it. God damn it, you're the old lady. No, yeah, but don't it's even. Your, no, it's stop. your YouTube. It's not. It's my mine. YouTube. It's our YouTube. No, if we not. start making content for a spouse, it'll be under Dripping Nose. No, if it's, yeah, because Dripping Nose is in it. Anyway, listen, people, she's trying to interrupt this places. train. I'm putting out all my info out there so you can follow me, okay? Because Wago Studios is getting back up, okay? We're going to do art again this year. I'm getting rid of all this shit in the basement. I should put a picture up of all the shit we have. We're going to go to Trader's World one time this year. And if you guys want to come out and get some Espouse Podcast <laughs> official junk from their fucking basement, <laughs> we're going to have shit at Trader's World. And it's going to be a weekend long. You're going to come out and it's going to be cheap as fuck. There's all kinds of shit in here. We got a motor for your AC. If your AC motor is out in your backyard, goddammit, you can come there and get a motor for $25. We'll save you $50 on this. Anyway. Rewind this. I feel like I'm in a fucking booth just spitting some fire right now. Anyway, make sure you rewind this. That's why your rap career was so elusive. Dude, I'm about to come back. Defect's been hitting me up in the DMs. (laughs) No, I know he has it. We have talked about it. That sounds false. It is very false. Green button. Fake news. Absolutely. Okay, I'm about to spit some more fire. Make sure you hit all those socials, okay? If you didn't remember them, rewind them, hit them up. Follow Best Friend Show Podcast. It's Jade's other podcast that her and Heather do. 
Uh, it's on everywhere you listen to this stuff. You can listen to me here. Follow Jade. Oh, if I was going to do fo- my own promo, but go ahead. Okay, well, then let me finish. I was throwing it out. I didn't know you were doing your own. I'll hit it off to Jade. I'm going to do the handoff no, here it. in a minute. All right, that's all I got. But listen, I'm going to get back into the art. We're going to do some art things. Um, we are going to go to Trader's World and sell some shit, and we'll put it out there because we want you guys to come buy our shit. We have, like, old clothes from our boys, and they had to wear <laughs> Nike stuff. You know, because it was never like... What are you could- doing right now? <laughs> Who cares? Are you wrapping the show up? Like, what is happening? Nothing. Like, we just took a break on when we, we were talking We took a break about- and we came in hot. Listen, no, I wanted we to... No, throw- we took a break because and- we were talking about COVID. So we right. took a break to get mm-hmm. something to drink. And then we come yeah. back in and you're like, I'm going to do art now. And I'm going to sell old clothes. What are you talking about? That's not how I sound. By the way, this is what I have to deal with every day. You just heard it. This is my wife making fun of me like, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Okay. Uh, I'll cut out their names. I'll bleep them out right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not dumb. Anyway. I'm not uh, saying back to the dumb. podcast. So, I'm saying, I, like, I don't but know But the way you going. describe me is like, I'm, oh, no, no. That's probably, never mind. I just got some new Patrick Star shoes too, and now it all is coming together. You, you wanted those. <laughs> I did. I like pink. You wanted those, Patrick. I'm a Starfish. fan of pink You things. like Patrick. Like, yeah. the point that I was making was that we talked about what we are going to talk about when we came back, uh-huh. and then you come in and you're, like, rapping the show. No, I'm not wrapping that's, it up. That's literally how you end a show. What you're doing is, like, follow us on all our socials. Well, because it's we're in the coming. middle of the show, they're not going to skip because they know there's more show to go on right now. So they've listened to all this, and they're going to keep listening. They're not going to stop it they're gonna be like what the fuck is going on but now they're forced to flow so they're gonna rewind right at this point again just to follow my shit because they forgot because now we're rapping again but we're getting into other shit we're gonna talk about this bubble shit but yeah, that's, that's, that's why that's why i was throwing that out there because at the end is when people don't listen when you start throwing it out there they're like oh fuck this i'm out so i threw it out there so that they would hit us up on it right now our 40 people i'm expecting 40 new followers <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway, 2020. This is how it goes. It's 2021. We're starting off good. This is a good flow. It's fun. You're frustrated. No, you're like, you're we're always frustrated. Off good. It's like you're, every podcast me like and her do, she's frustrated at some like point. I know sh- people are feeling it. You're on our show saying we got 40 listeners. Like, we have way more downloads good. than that. Then it's better. My expectations are low, which means when it is more, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, we're killing it. That's how my mentality works. Well, it makes me feel like when you're talking about it, like everybody's listening and going, fuck, if no one else is listening to this show, why am I listening to this show? Because this is dope as shit. Like we talk about real shit. Nobody else does. And they're scared of it. And these are people that we interact with all the time. They fucking love us. I love them. I love all you people out there. Everybody. If you need a hug, come get one. Anyway, uh, NHL, uh, we got the World Juniors. Fucking, uh, let me get a rip in the chat, boys, for Kirby Doc, because um, that was sad for me. Uh, I like Kirby Doc. I think um, I think the Blackhawks have fucked up on a lot of their shit. Um, the fucking Bowmans. That's a whole nother story because I'm a fan of the Blackhawks and the Red Wings, Scotty Bowman, all that shit. Um, I just think 
I, I think there's people who grow up with organizations that um, might have other plans for other organizations that is like a rivalry. And it's a weird thing, but there's like a dude for the Cincinnati Reds um, that was the manager of the Cardinals, and that was a big rivalry. And then when he came to the Reds, he started fucking up the Reds. He started getting rid of good players off the Reds. And I was like, dude, this dude is in here just to fuck the Reds up so that the Cardinals succeed. <laughs> That's my tinfoil hat moment. Tinfoil hat moment. All right. But anyway, so Scotty Bowman and Stan Bowman is the GM of the Blackhawks. And um, he let go uh, fucking Panarin last year, which was, or two years ago, which was like, what the hell moment. Uh, Just a lot of shit. I'm not going to go through them all, but. Kirby Doc's one of those players where he comes in, he gels with uh, Patrick Kane, and Patrick Kane still got it. Jonathan Tays still have it. You know they're old, but they're good players, and he gels with them, and he's young. So uh, this tournament, the IIHF World Juniors, I don't remember what that stands for. I looked it up the other day. But uh, it's basically under 20s. <clears throat> so all these kids are the best players in their – Isn't it International Ice Hockey Federation? International Ice Hockey Federation. You're probably right. IIHF, right? Yeah, I would say. So, anyway, it's going on right now. And uh, they're in a bubble. They're in Edmonton. They're playing at the Oilers, uh, where the Oilers play, same place that uh, they did the bubble for the NHL. And um, Kirby Doc is the only NHL player currently that plays in the NHL that was playing in this, and he was captain of Team Canada. And uh, one of the other podcasts I listened to, he was on there talking about uh, he had to ask Stan Bowman for permission to play, but Mm -hmm. it means a lot to him and that he knew he was going to get a lot of shit because people always say, why are these kids who are on NHL teams playing in the World Juniors when they have contracts with NHL teams? But um, like he said, people who are from Canada, who are not from Canada, don't understand what this tournament means to kids from Canada um, to represent Canada, you know, so um, it meant a lot to him. So I was happy to see him in there. And then uh, the last game of the prelims, he fucking just incidentally hits another player. Um, And, you know, me and Jade both know that some of these kids are fucking giants. Yeah. And uh, I have one. He's a goalie and he's a brick wall. So um, I don't really fuck around with him too much anymore because Mm -hmm. uh, daddy ain't trying to get hurt. (laughs) Daddy with a Y. With a Y, definitely. Not an I-E, uh, just with a Y. But um, <laughs> uh, he's a monster, and some of these kids are, and Kirby Doc kind of was like skating to the bench, and who knows what happened, right? It could be a little chirp or something. He kind of gives this guy, it almost looked like he put his elbow out to like give him a, hey, fuck you, man, I'm heading to the bench, you know, I'll get you next round. And he hit this dude, and then all of a sudden he like holds his wrist and he looks down and his wrist is uh, separated. So, right. It's straight broke. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, uh, four to six months. I like that sports were played in a bubble. You know, I, I appreciated them doing things to be able to make it come back, you know, with, uh, being able to watch basketball games again. Yes. Um, and then being able to watch hockey again with it being in a bubble, you know, the baseball teams, um, I think they really fucked up by not playing in a bubble. Um, NFL. The NFL, same, same with uh, all the delays of games, mm-hmm. having to have games on a Tuesday night. Right. Um, and also, it's it's a lot of politics that way, too. Not like politics, you know, Republicans, Democrats, but politics as far as who makes money for the NFL and who doesn't. You know, it's like if Cam Newton 
um, has has corona, they delay that right. Game. They delay games for him. No, it was um, it was uh, Deshaun Jackson or uh, yeah. Uh, but no, still, not Deshaun. The, Lamar Jackson yeah, for the the Ravens. He, uh, so it's like they right. delay games for them, but it's like if you have you know uh, two two offensive linemen and and one second string running back with Corona, yeah. uh, even though you need them, uh, they're not delaying games for you. Right. Nobody so, hears about them, dudes. Yeah, yeah. it's like they're uh, they're they're playing and they're using uh, you know. But I mean, that's the, they're I, using defensive linemen as offensive linemen. They're playing both ways. They're you know. I think if the I think when you look at this in the sports world, you can kind of look at it with the real world too. Like Gavin or Newsom out in L.A. with all the shutdowns he had, and then you see pictures of him um, out eating. You know, and then he says, no, that was outside, whatever. But there was a chandelier over him. Like, literally, he was eating inside. And it's the hypocrisy, right? So, same thing with that. You know, like, um, whoever's whoever it benefits is, is basically what that is, right? Like, the star, we can't play with another quarterback. Well, I think now they're doing that with the no, NFL. No, but, but that's the point that I'm making, though, is that when, when it was hockey and they were playing in a bubble. Yeah. They were ensuring that COVID wasn't coming in. They were doing the testing every day. People yeah. weren't coming you're in. You're tested. You're in a bubble. Everybody knows what they got. You're not allowed to bring people in. It's hard on the players. Everybody knows hard on that. The you heard them talk about it. If you're not in the hockey community, the players have spoke loudly about it, how tough it is to be away from your family for that long, not having things to do, but them also trying to accommodate them and mm-hmm. realizing, like, us as people locked down in all this, as families, like, who enjoy sports, who have sports kids, it's good for us to watch that with fans there or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's important. So then when you see the NFL going through their whole thing, you know, you kind of lose that whole, um, it's just weird, right? It's just weird because if they would have done things in a bubble, same with baseball, if they would have just played in Arizona and they had like locked up whatever, four hotels and a golf course and maybe a fucking top golf place, and, you know, they take some of that money that all these billionaires make that own these teams and put it into this. You know, you're going to take the L this year if you're an owner. And you're I, seeing in college football, too. You know, like right. the, the, this is the rule. And then once uh, their money making teams aren't in the top four, then well, it's, like, uh, oh, shit. Uh, actually, we're changing the rule. And now you don't have to play five games to be bowl eligible. Right. Ohio so you're talking. Yes. OK, let's talk about that, because you and I. um I agree with you, to be honest. Like this year's kind of been fucked up. Um, when you're a college, like I'm you not see big into maybe... college as you are college yeah. football because you're Big Ten. Um, so I don't know what their rules were. Like if you had to play minimum games this year to be bowl eligible, was it five? And it was that's five. what they said because of COVID, and because of players, because because, and because the, of all because that the stuff. Michigan Ohio State game got canceled. Right. Then Ohio State didn't play five games. Right. Um, so then they changed it, and then all of a sudden it was like Ohio State was number four in the right. rank, the, right. the national rankings, and like, you know, I understand Ohio State is, you know, is a powerhouse team. Did but you like, look at their strength of schedule though of the teams that they played, like compared to the team, like who's the? But it doesn't. To me, strength of schedule doesn't matter if you only play four games. If you play like, six games and you play six tough teams, and then you got a team who played thirteen games, but they played like. Uh, Western Michigan, but um, but Ohio Eastern State didn't Michigan play because six they games. want to stay over they there. They played four games, so yeah. think think of Ohio State playing four games, and then you're Alabama, uh-huh. who played your full schedule, right? And then you're going into a game 
Uh-huh. Like that's not what happened, right? Because Ohio State's not number four anymore, uh-huh. but Notre Dame is. But still, your uh, your uh, Alabama, mm-hmm. whose teams played a full schedule, gotten their ass kicked by some of the best teams in the country, right? And then you're playing against Ohio State, who's played four games. Even if they played against the same best teams that you played against, uh-huh. only four of them. Right. Like the wear and tear on your players is significantly more than has been on those players, uh-huh. you know, and then you're going to a national championship with guys who are essentially fresh. Right. They got a month, month of play in. Keep talking here. I'm going to find a notepad because I have an idea I got to write down. Okay. So keep talking. I'm All sorry. Right. I'll talk while I'm away from the mic. Well, I don't want you to do that because that'll sound horrible. But what I was saying is that for me as a, as a, you know, in the national championship, like I'm looking at, uh, I don't care who's number four, but if they've only played four games, I'm not okay with that for my own players because my players have been getting their face kicked in for three, four months now, plus their practices, you know, to another, another team. And, and they'll say like, oh, well, they don't have the same amount of practices because they weren't supposed to play, but I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't think that's true. I've lived on a big 10 campus. I see what kind of effort they put into those players and uh you know the amount of weightlifting and and uh uh tutors they have and um special diets and chefs and just schedule that they have to be on so I don't believe that those players are in you know that much better shape uh missing some practices than a team that's been playing for this full season I just I don't think it's fair I don't think it's fair to teams who maybe have had a weaker schedule but still what is the difference with a, a team that's played, you know, 12 games that are medium skill versus a team that's played four hard teams, you know, over the last two months? I didn't hear you. I was writing that down. I heard what you were saying. I agree with you as so far like, as like a UC, team who played right? 12. Like UC, well, you see, you know, you see played 10 games. I think I'm throwing right, that out there. I I'm, think 10, 12. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. UC played 10 or 12 games. They were ranked. Undefeated, I un- think. Undefeated. Right. They were Ohio undefeated. Ohio State played six, played half. No, they Did- played four. Ohio State played four, four games. So they took way less of a beating, a For- third less. So but so you're saying in the scheme of things, Ohio State, what, what, the, what the NCAA, NCAA is yeah. saying is that Ohio State deserves a run at the national NCAA. championship. NCAA. Yeah, that they deserve a run at the national championship before UC does, and I don't agree with that. I absolutely don't agree with that, and I think it's bullshit that they would change the rules, you know, midseason just to get their powerhouse, you know, teams and to make them more money. I think it's bullshit. But I think NCAA is bullshit, to be honest, when you think about it, that everything the NCAA represents is kind of like bullshit, you know, with money not paying their players, shit like that, making money off their players, big scheme of things, all that, right? Like, it's 2020, of course. Ohio State's the biggest, probably college, second biggest program in NCAA football right now, if you look at popularity. I mean, if we Googled it on our phone, top five college football teams, they're probably top two, so, you know, they want them in top four. I think they'll probably be in top five, top You know, they're not going to definitely put UC in there after UC made, when did they... They played Florida, I think, and got their fucking face stomped in last yeah, time. Yeah, but they Ohio were State plays SEC SEC teams. And they Ohio get their... State is a good team year and year, year after Ohio year. Ohio State again. They gets are their a good face team. kicked in by but every SEC team. Ohio they play. State being in this still, they know it's going to be a good game. 
Now, I'm not saying that they should be or it's what, fair, but it's in there. That's going to be a good game. I've this never whole seen, playoff is going to be a good I game. They're going to be close. I've never seen Ohio State play a good game against an SEC team. Okay, we're going to see, aren't we? Yeah, did they beat it? Well, how many times they beat who Alabama? Who are they playing right now? I don't know who they're playing. They're not in top four. So you don't even know. What? Notre they're, Dame's number four. Ohio State's Alabama's playing Alabama's one. Alabama's playing Notre Dame. Oh, what, Dame. are they number three then? Yes. I just knew they moved from four because I see Notre Dame was four. Well, still, so that makes me even more pissed. I was happy. I thought they were out of the top four. But now that they're number ah, three, it's even shittier. Come on. You don't know that they're going to be on TV. They're not going to not have Ohio State on TV. What? Who said they weren't going to be in the on playoffs? TV? If they weren't in the playoffs, they wouldn't be in there. That's what you're talking about. No, I'm saying that they don't deserve to have a run in a national championship. Right, because they only played four games. Right. I thought but they were out of the top four UC because should. I see Notre Dame became number four. People aren't going to watch UC versus – they're going to watch Clemson to see him beat the brakes off Dave, of UC. What? That, that's the point that I'm making. Also, Clemson will probably beat the brakes off of Ohio State. What? Do you want to put money on this? No, because you don't pay your bets. Everybody you knows you don't pay your bets. I do. No, no, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Uh, I'll call up Mitch and Paul. And what l- bed was that? The one where you had to drink Bud Light Lime the entire summer, and you did not. You lost. You didn't pay it. And literally every bet you've ever made with me that I've won, you have never paid me. What was the last bet you won that I didn't pay you on? Uh, every time you say bet me, I guarantee it, and I'll say 50 bucks, and then you'll be like, okay, and then you'll be like, no, never mind, because you know I'm right. You don't even have anything to say because you know that's what you No, do because the Mitch thing, yes, you're right. I didn't drink Bud Light Lime. You're right. That's Correct. it. You do not pay But your most bet. of my bets I pay up. Your your bets with your friends at work you pay. Right. Like yeah, you buy them breakfast. That I don't. Uh, right. You buy them breakfast, but right, you, right. any bets outside of work you do not pay. To you. To me, to that's Paul, it. Mitch, to, our, that's it. to date engage. They'll what make bet? bets with you. What? No. Okay. To family. Yeah, the, to the people that really matter. All right, anyway. The family and friends. So anyway, the NFL it. fucked up. A lot of people got sick. People are getting hurt because of all this shit. Like, you're putting people's careers uh, at jeopardy, right, long term. Like, those are the things I think about because you're speeding this shit up. You're not giving them the proper training that they're used to, that their body's adjusted to. You know, there's just a lot of shit going on right now. Well, I Even just, with us. like Well, these. but I, I also think, though, when you don't play in a bubble and you are exposing your players to potentially getting COVID, and we don't know the full long-term effects of COVID, if it if it impacts your lung capacity and everything else, then you're essentially, uh, you know, dragging down their careers, like shortening their careers. Yeah. Because, you know, like running backs already have a short short career lifespan. Running backs are really short. But now yeah, with Tyreek Hill, though, they're coming back. They're kind of short. I don't know. I guess uh, on, t- on top NFL. of that, though, you get you get a running back with with lung problems who can't, you yeah, know, it makes was, them even shorter. I was trying to talk about how like these players are like robots now, and they're like different uh, specimens of human beings. You know, like running backs aren't just through the middle running backs like Henry is kind of, but most of them are like like Tyreek Hill kind of changed the game with his uh, he catches passes and shit. So a lot of these teams are looking for. Backs who can pass and catch, or can catch and run, and sure, but and that's do all those things. that doesn't that doesn't matter if they can they can run and catch if if they can't run and catch because they can't breathe, you know. Why are you saying they can't breathe? Because I'm talking about when you're putting your players at risk of catching COVID because you're not playing in a bubble and you're 
constantly traveling around to different stadiums. And some are allowing fans in, some aren't. Well, see, now this is where we disagree, and it goes off on a tangent because I go, these kids are the best athletes in the world. And, okay, then, um, then they're not going to be affected by COVID like um, my dad and my uncle and um, uh, maybe your dad or um, some of our okay, but uh, Dave, friends. But Dave, these, but that's what I'm saying. You like, don't know I, what I, kind of what secret conditions these guys have. Like, did you think one day you were going to wake up and your heart was going to be out of rhythm? No, no. But, but I think that's a lot of it now too. Is also those effects of um, energy drinks and uh, pre-workouts. Right, and I all know, those but that's what like I'm we're saying. We're seeing a is, lot is, of like but Henrik that's what Lundquist. I'm saying. You don't like, know what those people's, you know, secret underlying conditions are that they don't even know about. Right, and so you're saying you're, you're putting them at risk for um, a virus that we don't really know as much as we think we know. Right, because, you, because right. you're not because playing Because a blood type, it affects different blood types and shit. Like there is... Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I see that part. Yeah, I mean, if you are putting them at it, you don't know how it's going to affect uh, these certain people. But, I mean. It's like I understand. Um, I, I understand, guess uh, it's devil's like I, advocate or my opposite. It's I'm going like to go percentage-wise. I understand as, the need to make money, right, because it's a business. But I also understand the amount of money that the owners in the NFL have made previous to this year. So it's not going to hurt them to take the L this year. I feel like. My idea is I feel like rosters should be improved, um, should be uh, upped, right? Like give uh, teams um, more room for uh, more players so that if they are affected, they can um, they have more players on their active roster. That could be brought in. Um, but like, but that changes that changes the the business dynamic because they have a. The problem cap. is, is this? I don't think this thing's going away. That's the problem. Right, I, I understand don't think, it, but that's and the I don't point think that I'm that making. Is that you you're going to keep kids in bubbles? You're going to keep kids from bringing in uh, women. Uh, you're going to keep kids from going to strip clubs, going to wing joints in Atlanta. I think that shit's going to just happen, and. Um, I think that, that uh, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to live with it. There's nothing. Right, but in the, in the real world, there right. are rules that you have to follow, right. and when you break those rules, there's consequences to those right. rules, right? And so it's like, it's like if, if, the, ba- if uh, the NBA has a rule that you guys are in a bubble and you can't bring girls in and you can't go to strip clubs and then you do those things – you get fined. There's consequences. You might get dropped from your team. You know, whatever it is. There, we've seen players for the NFL that, you know, broke their restrictions and then they got cut from the team because yeah. of and that. You know, they made a choice and they did and they broke. I guess the while we're talking about sports, my problem is is like um, the athletes that we know or the kids that we know in these schools that get. Um, um, like now, like, like you get emails um, from the school talking about. Um, Kid, um, somebody in the class has tested positive for COVID, so they have to quarantine from home, and they're recommended to to self quarantine for fourteen days. And then um, it's like uh, when you go back to school, if they get uh, if they get it again, or somebody else in the class gets it, uh, where do we go from there? Then do do does everybody have to self quarantine again for another fourteen days? Like 
Uh, we well, just, it's, it's we're, we're lacking now. leadership. It's and, 10 days now. And I think, right. So it's 10 it's, days. They moved it. They just don't, there's not like we need, I, I, I don't know, man. But it's like, yeah. that's for us. That's the leadership of our school district. They said, right, they're doing the best they, they can said, with the information what they're they handed from our governor. We're not going to follow what our governor says as far as if you're a red county, you should shut down. They're saying we're going to take that into consideration when we make our choices of if the kids are working from home, if mm-hmm. like if the kids are going to be remote, if they're going to have blended learning, right. um, or if they're going to be in person. And they're doing that based on um, how many positives you have in your own school. So like Oak Hills High School might be on remote learning because their infection rate is real high, but the, all the elementary schools essentially have been in-person learning the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever went to blended learning until like the whole district about? went to remote. Like rapid right here? Or are you talking about like Dulles? Dulles. Dulles and all the, the CO and all those. Yeah, like those kids started full time and I think they only went remote when the entire district when the entire district went to remote. Oh, okay. So like there's some school districts where um the high school is remote all the time, the junior high is on blended and the elementary schools are full time in person learning. Right. So for our own district you know, like I feel that's their thing is some, if you're in close corn or close contact with someone who has COVID, you have to quarantine for 10 days and you're at Mm -hmm. home. And then if you come back to school and you're in a class and someone else gets it, you have to do it again. Because if you didn't get it before, you're still at risk of getting it. So they're doing what they think is the right thing to do for parents. You know, it sucks. Yeah. As for me, especially it sucks. Like I've been having a super hard time, um, over essentially the last month. Yeah. Uh, because our youngest son got quarantined. Um, mm-hmm. So we pulled Dade out so that he wouldn't get quarantined so yeah. that he wouldn't miss. And by the way, that was a, that was a, a big fight <laughs> here in the Wagle household because how I feel like, I just, I feel like it's fucking dumb. But, I but, feel like nobody has direction. We don't have leadership and they're making these rules. And then it's like, you're affecting kids' lives. And the whole thing that I just explained before about the 14 days coming back, somebody else getting it another 14 right. days, that so, thought in my head got in my head and it so, fucking pissed so, me off. Right. It did. But right. so, because our youngest son got quarantined because he was potentially exposed, even though our older son uh, was not exposed and can continue coming to school. Uh, we pulled him out of school right. to ensure that he would not get quarantined right. because if he got quarantined, then he could not play hockey and it was right, right around the same time as his senior night plus we don't know how many games he's gonna and the get quor- for, for the record the quarantine means that your son doesn't have it just somebody in his class had it or come in contact with somebody that had it he was in close contact with someone who tested positive for covid right so that means he was in close contact so that like we that, didn't get tested. Like that's but, but that thing. means that if he that if any symptoms developed in the next right. however many days, then we needed to take the paper that they sent us and take right. them to the doctor so that they would test him for COVID because right. he's been exposed. Um, if you don't have that paper, they don't necessarily test you. Right. So right. they'll just say it's a cold. Let it ride out. Like if you. For the record, we've all been sick this year. Like all of us, and we've all had those moments. And like I've talked to friends who have had those times where they're like, dude. I was fucked for like three weeks and it was like the sickest of sick. So, well, mine was back in January before we yeah, even mine knew was in COVID. November. I thought ours was in November. I thought no, yours was like in November. November. Yeah. I got hit. But November mine was like in January year. because I remember, um, I was supposed to go to uh defects birthday. Yes. And I couldn't I go that. because yeah, I, was I was super sick and yeah. uh, I thought I had the flu. 
I do remember that. Yeah, and I was super sick. So that and but that was back in January. So, yeah. you know, it was before the whole COVID thing. And, and I was I I got hit in November. I remember missing a lot of work for being right. like fever, like mm-hmm. very sick, and then like exhausted like literally felt like i was training with coach jeff at club mma for you know a full week every day is how i felt for like three weeks you just feel like you're like fuck man am i ever gonna get enough sleep to feel right good is what it feels like and still like even today you have those things where you still don't feel right you know, you mm-hmm. just feel like something's not right. Your taste is off. Your smell is off. You're here. And I think everybody has a story that they felt like this. So I'm not saying the virus is fake. I never have. It's definitely there. It's just I wish we knew more about it. It's like for me, I know I know that I never had COVID. Because yeah. when I went, when I was having surgery in July, mm-hmm. I went and got tested for COVID. I yeah, didn't have it. Worked, and they checked right. for my antibodies. I've never been tested. I refuse to get tested until the government comes with their tank. <laughs> And they're fucking five <laughs> guys, and they go, light them up. <laughs> and then they fucking take me out to test me. That's where I'm at, because that fucking video was fucked up. If anybody remembers that video in New York where that fucking team of that was during the military men come down the street, and those kids are out on the porch not doing shit, but just recording for whatever social, and they're like, light them up, and they start fucking yeah. shooting them. I'm like, what the fuck are we living in? So it's definitely crazy out there, folks. <laughs> It's definitely fucking nuts. And yeah, I'm not going to get a test. Um, I don't know how I feel about this vaccine. I've never gotten a flu shot. Jade has always gotten a flu shot. She has always gotten our boys flu shots. I've always been saying shit, whatever it is. Why are you getting that? It's dumb. Just get the flu. You'll deal with it. And here's the thing. This is, well, hold on. Let me say this. But the one year that I didn't get Gage a flu shot, Mm -hmm. Gage got the flu. Right. I don't know. Did he? I don't yeah, remember. Was it the flu flu? It or? was the flu flu. He tested uh, positive yeah. for the flu. And I told, we were at the doctor. So what and the that doctor says was like, in my brain. The flu shot. And Gage was like, well, I didn't get it because it's only right. 30% effective. Right. And she said, well, that's a 30%. But he, get, he got it the year before, right? Yeah, he got the flu shot. Right. So my thought in my head, that where my brain goes with this shit, is once you start getting them, you have to keep getting them. And if you don't, then you get it. I know it's dumb. You shake the your head strain, like it's dumb, but it's the, just. The str- the, it it mutates every year. It's uh-huh. new strains every year. So right? you're getting. A new version a, of last year's. I get correct. that. I get that. But I'm still saying. It's like saying I'm not buying a new car because the car that I bought in 2016 should be just as good as 2020. Well, it's not because technology has changed and it's advanced. So the new car you get has a camera on it and your seats are heated and the camera you have or the car you have before didn't even have seatbelts. That's because. So you think there's more people working on the flu vaccine still or you think there's less than last year with this new virus? Say there's like 3,000 people that work on the flu vaccine every year, but then COVID hit and they took some of those people off of there. I'm sure they did. So how good is that flu vaccine this year? I'm sure just as good as it was before. Oh, we're going deep in there. Anyway, what? I was just thinking about it. No, I know, but I'm just saying like you think. Like what if you, yeah, so. I don't know. So I don't know if Instead I'm going to get it anyway. Scientists looking at um, it, it's seven scientists. I hear shit 
you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts every day, about eight hours of all kinds of random other fucking shows of people who I value their opinions or whatever. And so, like, you hear the different, um, I don't know what the shot companies are. Isn't there, like, three competing mm-hmm. companies for the shot? There's more than that. But or the, more. The but main yeah. ones, But yeah. the main ones, like, Pfizer. Pfizer's one. And then there's somebody else. One of them, they said there was like 80% had like some sort of bad side effects. But then when they talk about the side effects, this is what kills me. They talk about a fever. That's the, the main side effect. Like, oh, the side effect of getting this yeah, but the, antivirus but- is I got the virus and I got the symptoms that you would get with getting COVID. So it's like, but, yeah, but like that's, it, it, but anytime that's what you get it, a vaccine. That's how it is. Anytime you get a vaccine, you get a little paper and it'll tell you like potential side effects. And it's right. always like fever. Yeah. You know, so, but when you, when you get it, you're getting, uh, when you get the shot, you're getting a dead version of the virus. Yeah. And they right. inject it into you and then your body makes the antibodies. Builds immunity to it. And Correct. Then they but it's a dead version. So you can not get COVID from getting the COVID vaccine. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the things they say that this, 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 this thing affects yeah, it's just crazy. So I don't know. You know, you listen to, like, uh, Dr. Drew. He's going to get it. He's in the clinicals to get it. I respect Dr. Drew. I grew up on Dr. Drew Loveline. He, he got COVID. No, he got COVID. I'm talking about the vaccine, right? So when you talk about anti-vaxxers or people who don't want to get the vaccine I know, but and people he, who but, do. But before, Dr. Yeah. Drew was uh-huh. like, no. Right. Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Drew was on the other side. On the other side of it. I don't know if he was. I thought he was always on the right side of like, I'm a doctor. I value, I know what uh, science and but I, think I, he I was believe one of the in all that. Who was and like, it's not as bad as they say. It's blah, no, blah, he blah. was. You're right. We Because I told you about that. When Correct. I would listen to him, he was just, and he's still like that. He still, no, he's still definitely, I mean, he throws out the 99 point eight percent survival rate with this what we're mm-hmm. doing to the homeless community he's big for the homeless community in la and everything they do out there with how many homeless people there are and how many more there are because of this and what they're doing to their community and all these lockdowns and then gavin newsom with the the pictures and the hypocrisy and so he's still on that side but he knows there's a virus he's like you know yes mm-hmm. there's a virus i say yes there's a virus it definitely affects us in a way that i don't think anybody knows i feel like it was machine or lab created i feel like it was some sort of like thing that's supposed to affect your hormone your um uh, your genes or like manipulate your genes or something they were saying like, like a just CRISPR. yeah like a crisper type thing right so i i it's out there. It's scary. What does it do? I don't know. I had a heart attack. Should I be scared? I'm pretty athletic. I'm in shape. I don't know. I got blood clots. They're saying something about blood clots now. Who the fuck knows, right? Like, you don't know. They talk about that. Like, right. some of these guys that get it, they're getting blood clots and they're dying. And right. that's why. So, I don't know. Yes, it's scary. But, um, you know, Dr. Drew's all about getting the vaccine. He's like, when it, he's on boards to get it, he, just, he actually just joined some sort of board to... Um, to actually help where they're setting up for COVID at this hospital. They're setting out this outdoor encampment to help Mm -hmm. people or victims who come in with it, test or whatever. And he joined that board just so he could get the vaccine for himself and his family. So yeah, my friend, she was in, she was in the trial for it. Yeah. And then they, what they do is they expose you and tell you if you were, uh, if you got the vaccine or if you were in the placebo group and she was in the placebo group. Yeah. Uh, so then she was able to get the actual vaccine once right. it said, cause it was offered through her work. And then her husband was also in the study 
um, and he's going to be exposed, they said, next week, and he'll be able to find out um, if he had the placebo or if he had the vaccine. Mm -hmm. If he's in the placebo group as well, then they're going to give that company that he was doing the test with, they're going to actually give him the vaccine. Right. Yeah, so, because so. she's been in, she's been in the study. She's a doctor, you know, yeah. her and her husband have both been in the study. Right. You know, to me, it's, uh, I so, think about all of the vaccines that I've mm-hmm. had to get for my kids and a lot. it's I'll, a lot though. Like to me, lot, but like, when you look at what like, we had to get as kids and what is available now, it's a lot and it's scary. And the anti-vaxxers, you think about that shit, but at the same time on your token, what you say evolution technology we're advancing people are working on this shit so yeah there's going to be more because as we have smarter people coming out of college they're working on things to make more vaccines for things that we didn't have vaccines right for like before. i i always talk so, about chicken pox with yeah. you when chicken i was a kid we shingles. got chicken pox yeah. um, well we had parties they'd have parties where like they bring people over to get chicken pox like to, right to, that's that's always been a thing since right. you know uh like we olden days yeah, it's an olden days thing. Like, uh, my mom and dad have five kids, so it was like as soon as one of us got it, that's it's essentially a party because there's five right. kids with it. Yeah. Um, but my brother got it first, um, and he, it was horrendous for him. Mm. Horrible. Uh, I got it, but it, it wasn't that bad for me. I have a chicken pox scar in my eyebrow. Are you and your brother the same blood type? No, we're all different blood types. But anyway, so, but there's five of us and it's like, my brother got it super, super bad. Uh, my other brother, he, you know, didn't get it that bad. And like, I felt like I got it the least, Yeah. you know, um, um, I was in ninth grade. My brother was in sixth grade and my other brother was in fifth grade. Uh, I don't know if my two sisters got it at that time. Like, I honestly can't remember at all, but I just remember how sick, like the three of us were, you know, and my kids were able to get a chicken pox vaccine and they've never gotten, you know, they have never gotten the chicken pox. Right. And honestly, I d- can't think of anybody that they've gone to school with that I remember hearing a parent say like he has chicken pox or right. he had chicken pox last week or whatever. Right. And then it's like, if you get chicken pox, then you can get the shingles when you get yeah. older. My friend at work, she has, she has shingle, she gets shingles all the time and it's horrible for her. Really? You know, How old is she? It, you know her, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Po- yeah. I can't the, pronounce her last yeah, name. But yeah, but yeah, 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 Nancy. Pagla. Yeah, Nancy. So yeah, yeah. She bought so, shirts for me. Shout out Wago Studios. Back to the. Yeah, but <laughs> so she had good people. Yeah, so she has. She gets. So she, she gets, gets shingles yeah. and it's it burns terrible. and it's yeah. it's horrible. She feels like shit. Right. You know, she misses. She has to miss work because of it. So what do they do like for so that? Like, what's her treatment for that? Does she have to get shots or something? No, or you, you just get like you put cream on it. You got to live through the episode. It's like people have herpes. They get a flare up. It burns. They put cream on it few days sometimes a couple of weeks depends on how bad it is and where it's at of how yeah. much it really bothers you. i get worried about that now because i'm getting older you know colonoscopy yeah, I know, but, but, didn't i get a colonoscopy this year was that yeah. this year yeah right shout out to that dude yeah, yeah it was, was a fucked year. up yeah but you know my sister had some stuff happen and get only a colonoscopy one, and only early, one person folks. could go with her you Gentlemen. know so with the whole covid but yeah, yeah it's like to me any anything that i can you know, that they've done the research on, they've done the work on. I, I think it's just for, for everybody, for a lot of people, the thing is, is the first, the fast track, right? It's very fast. It's the fastest they've created a vaccine or whatever. Yeah, in nine but just months. because, but it's just the, because, it's the trust. It's the trust is what a lot but of people. Just because they, they did it faster. They didn't do less testing. No, it's not right. You probably put more people on it. 
that's how you do something faster, right? right? Like when you're making a video game and you want to put it out there, the only way you're you going to get it done is instead of 100, you have 500 video game developers to put it out there or, or you, whatever. Or you have 1,000 right. beta testers. Right, right, beta you know, testers. And that's right, essentially right. what they're doing. Yeah. They come up with their vaccines. Mm. They get a bunch of people to try No, but it, it's the, it's the trust. Say, the people don't trust because the, the, you know, Fauci and the CDC and the World Health Organization, you know, they go and they flip-flop and they go back and they do this and they do that. And then you see the hypocrisy on our leaders. And then you think of the power and you think of those things. And that's what the people don't, they don't trust. Yeah, they, so but, when you have people that don't trust the vaccine and now you're trying to make those people trust the vaccine by having, um, you know, uh, President Obama get the shot on TV and stuff like that, that's it. But- you know, vaccines are what's kept us healthy. Vaccines are the reason why we're living of, to 80 now and it, not it's 40. It's get rid of a lot of things like right. polio. So, Measles, right. mumps, rubella. Right. You know, like. Uh, like, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for vaccines, honestly. You know, the shit that killed us back in the day don't kill us anymore because of vaccines and medicine development and a lot smarter people than you and I. Right. And there's so, a ton of people that get flu right. shot every year. Mm -hmm. So, and, if, and, but right. so imagine if those people didn't get the flu shot. Right. So when they go, Oh, yeah. it's no worse than the flu. Yeah. But a, a shit ton of people get a flu shot. Right. So it's right. like how many people would die if those people didn't get a flu shot, if, yeah. if those people weren't, right. you know, and it, it's, I understand not trusting, not trusting fast track or not trusting people. But if, if you, just if you're doing something for the first time, mm. you yourself, mm. and you you have n hardly any idea about it. Like, just say you're working on a car, you're replacing a motor. I've never replaced a motor before. Right. I've seen a million motors. Yeah. You know, I've looked at them. I've touched them. Mm. I've changed oil. Right. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah. I've changed oil. You know how to change oil. I know how to change oil. For real? Absolutely. I know how to change oil. I know how to change a tire. I really? just don't because you'll do it. Yeah, my dad taught me all that shit. Because <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, my dad taught me how to do all that stuff. Well, there's stuff. a part of me that I doesn't... used to do brakes with my dad. Yeah. You know, I've bled brake lines with him before. No, like you're a, um, you're, you used to say yourself that you you were a tomboy, you know, like you were into more, but like you're friends. I'm, I'm friend... also independent. I'm also independent. Yes. And my whole thing about mm -hmm. growing up and the way I live my life is that I do not rely on anybody to do anything for me ever. And that's facts. Because a lot of your life, you had to take care of a lot of other people. Absolutely. But I also don't. Still, uh, today. Yeah. But I also don't <laughs> depend on other people to do anything for me. because Mommy, with the IE. Because I found in life, like, it causes a lot of disappointment. What does? Depending on other people to do things for you. True. So. If well, we, I, I think that's always. Always, right? Always, like, take care of yourself, number one first and foremost with anything in life right like your body your mind your spirit your life your just everything right because everything can be taken away in an instant regardless if it's whatever it is well, accident whatever but, but not right? even to that depth of level right mm -hmm. for instance like uh the senior board right yes like i was dependent on you to do it we had a mess up in communication mm -hmm. and, you know, an hour before we're leaving for our son's thing, he doesn't have a board. 
Right. Senior boards, uh, where you put the pictures on for those of you that don't know, it's like, um, last year, um, maybe it was two years ago. Uh, Matt Miller had one, Matt Miller, uh, shout out to Matt Miller from the team. He was our, one of our captains and, uh, had lights on it. It was nice. And we were talking about it anyway. It's just pictures. It's like to celebrate your it's, son's it's like a four tri- years. It's a trifold. Yeah. You get to trifold. Like you're What's doing, up, bud? Like Dade's you're, home. Like you're doing an art. Shout out to Dade. We're it's doing like a you're podcast. doing an art project. Yes. You know, and then yeah. you're, you put like the history of your kids, you know, life, like his hockey, his hockey life is. In his room. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, so it was a miscommunication uh, because um, I was, I was I'm an out. art guy, so everything I do uh, takes a lot of time. And, and I, w- I was out of town for yeah, a week were, yes. for work, right? Um, and I got home late the night before the day of his senior night. So his they also night, moved his, the game up too, like his, two his weeks. His senior because... night was supposed to be on was on a Friday. I got yeah. home late Thursday night. Um, I had depended on Dave to make the board, mm-hmm. uh, and. I got home and I didn't see the board, but we never talked about the board on Friday. So I made the assumption that it was complete. Uh, He comes home. I pretty much tell him to get the board. He says to me, what board? I go, Dade Senior Board. Well, we had text. And he said, that's done. He said that it's not done. I thought you were finishing it today. I said, how would I know to finish it today? I thought it was done. I don't know why we're going back over this. Anyway, the board wasn't done. We we improvised. We made a – I decided that we were going to take our – our plug-in portrait frame and i was going to go through the computer i spent about 45 minutes before we left and put a bunch of pictures of date on there uh what i had made on the board um drawing we just kind of cut she colored it in and we took it and, and we and improvised i found a bunch of pictures turned out put good, so yeah i know but what i'm saying was that it was a fight mm. right because yeah. i because I had depended on someone else to do it. If I would have just c- took control of it and knew that on Thursday night when I got home, I had to do it, I would have got home and I would have did it. And I would have stayed up till whatever time to finish it. Well, so, yeah. But that's the point that but I'm making a, is, is that's why I don't. There was text in there that was kind of. It doesn't of, matter. In the end, it doesn't. I said it was a miscommunication. But, right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. In the end, it wasn't done. True. Right? Like, in the end, it wasn't done. And right, I but should, you're, yeah. I'm. I'm just saying that's an easy example. Like when you're talking about like high level, take care of your health and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, that's why I don't, because when I rely on other people to do stuff, things like that happen. So, and it's, it causes a fight or it causes heartbreak or, you know, it's, it was a a rough start to a night that ended up being great, Uh you know, but it was, it could have ruined it, Uh you know? So it's like, it was a big thing. So for me, like, that's why I'm just independent. Like I, I want to learn how to do everything on my own and mm-hmm. I work my way through it. So I've done a million things on my own and every time I've learned a better way to do it next time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with COVID, when it came out, they did what they thought was the right thing to do at the time. And as they learned more things, they was like, we should do it this way. This should, would probably help better. And then they learn more stuff and they're like, let's try this. I don't think it's being, um, I don't think that they're giving you inaccurate information. I think the information was accurate at the time based on what they knew. And then as the, you know, as the environment changed, so did their recommendation, you know, and I, I think that's true of, of most things. Well, it's you know, everything. As, as new I mean, you can comes. go back, you can see the pictures of like when the, um, the fucking Spanish flu was around and you have an arena watching a soccer game and everybody in the audience is wearing a masks and it's a black and white picture from 1960 something. 
like they're out there. So no, the Spanish flu was like 1918. Okay, 1918. Well, they were pulling some mass pitchers up from back then. And even to well, there was stuff in the '60s, like when they were worried about like uh, another world war, right. and people would have the masks right. that they would wear, and they would have the special baby strollers yeah. that they would sell in case it's just you know you got bombed or something. You could still take your kid out for a walk, and the, you'd the, be wearing this the mask. The thing, I, the 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 thing that's different for me, I think, with this is the way that we um, acquire information these days compared to how we used to. You know, everything's acquired through but social I think media. That's so what, right, and I think open, that's what helps you see um i mean it's you know you hear about the russian bot programs and all that shit and putting out the fake propaganda out there to get people but not just that i could make a meme Uh today and put it out and 99 percent of the people would never fact check it right but it would get sent around to tons of people people would share it and people would share it and those people would laugh and then trolls get a hold of it. No, it's who not just that. Understand but it, they but believe think it's it. funny and put it out there for their dumb. But there's friends. people who believe it. There is people. There's people who think the Earth is flat right now. There's people who think there's an ice wall. Right, but like when there's you say, but when Bigfoot. you say to those people, when you say to those people, there's people who believe that Jeffrey true. Epstein did kill himself. Right, and there's people who believe he didn't. Right, I'm one of those. Great, but I'm just saying, like, you as a normal person, uh, you don't have all the information available about that death. I don't think anybody does besides the person There are people who do have that information, but us as a person who lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, with no connection to any sort of- What are you talking about, death, as far as- You're talking about, like, a COVID death or something? No, I'm talking about Jeffrey Epstein himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I- I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I have no connection to any sort of, uh, Mm. you know, people who work in any sort of corrective prison, right? Like, I don't have anybody, I don't know anybody who works in a prison system. Nobody in my family is a cop, you know? Uh, Like, we have friends who are cops, but Shout out to Chuck. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, you know, like, I'm not intimately involved. I don't know him. I don't know any of his friends. I didn't follow his life or career, you know? So it's like, I don't really know anything about him besides he's a you know a child sex trafficker and Mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah but i mean you can see the stuff you see like the um what was that fucking furniture company thing but like that's the wayfair which was all false Oh, was it? Yeah, they put out a big thing, and it was like Who, how Wayfair to respond. Did? Yeah, about how to respond but didn't to these you, things. I thought you did some research into that and looked at like no. some of the codes and typed them in <gasps> Google, and shit popped up. Right, but that's it's it's like exactly what I was saying with the meme. Yeah. Like I say something about you, right. uh-huh. and I create a website, uh-huh. or I create Google, or I pay for Google to move up in their algorithm because uh-huh. you can pay oh, for yeah. your search. Oh, yeah. So I say, okay, Google, I'm going to pay for Cash this code. Is king, dog. Right. And I say, okay, Google, I'm going to pay for this search to be at the top of your thing. How much does it cost? Mm-hmm. Right? Because we look at things like 4chan, places that live to just make, exper- uh, you know, uh, uh, theories explode, right? Mm-hmm. Or to drive misinformation. Alex it, Jones? Perfect example. Alex what? Jones himself. Well, listen, though. Here's the thing about Alex Jones. Some of the shit has been proven to be true and factual. Right, but... but Definitely not Sandy but w- Hook. But when the guy... So... But that's the thing. Is that, he's playing to a crowd. Some of the shit's no, they, true but, and some of it's but, false. But and, he's exactly the thing. You're mm-hmm. saying, I'll, I'll not get the vaccine because of what Fauci said immediately. Who said that? 
You did on this podcast. Oh, no, I didn't say I'm not getting it because of Fauci. I said I'm not getting the first round because of this stuff. I, I've never gotten any. Okay, so, I just had to correct that. Okay, so what I'm saying then is if Fauci, if half the shit he says is true and mm-hmm. half the shit he says is false, would you get a vaccine from Fauci? Oh, I don't know. Would you believe anything Fauci says if half the shit he says is wrong and half the shit he says is true? Probably not. Probably not. So Alex Jones makes up half shit mm-hmm. and half the other shit he says it ends up being true. Dude, I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying that the stuff that is true, take that from him as being true, but don't take the stuff that's false but away can, from him. But you can't take it to heart because he's a liar. But you can do your own research on it and people have done their own research on it and proven that right, it but, was but true. That's the and point that's that, why they're but saying But that's the point true. that I'm saying. You should be able to have a relationship with someone where they tell you the sky is blue and you go sky is blue and you walk away and you live your life you you shouldn't tell me that the sky is blue and then i have to go do 12 hours worth of research to see if you tell me the sky is blue is true right that's what i'm saying like that's the life that we live in now is that people but put it'll out, always be like that i don't think you'll ever know you i don't think you'll ever take somebody but, at face value and the, go oh this dude's but, true but, but like, that's the point legit. that i'm making gonna... is that why some people believe jeffrey epstein killed himself and some people don't right so there's no like the only people that know people is that don't, video. People that don't was believe gone, in that, that anything is him. factual anymore. Right. Like I can't someone can't show you a math problem and then you automatically believe that it's correct. Right. You have to do the research now. Right, but and if like, you don't, then you just post it and ghost it but and that, then you get the but shit that's going how you, and keep the fire going. But that's how you end up with uh situations like you have with uh, a whole generation of kids. Like we have with our own kid. Yeah. Where he essentially thinks school is the dumbest shit on the planet and how he should be able to live his life a completely different way. And he's not the only one who thinks like that. His entire friend group thinks like that. They think that if if they want to be rocket scientists, the only classes they should have to take are things that pertain to rocket scientists, being a rocket scientist, and that they shouldn't have to do anything else. Period. But what if? What if that's why we're moving? It's like those special people. Like when you have ADD or um, like your Rain Man type who are only focused on one thing. Like we know somebody like that who's like that with sports. He knows everything, all the teams, all the players, their stats, everything, and that's what he is about that. He's like got that information. So what if what if we're moving in a way where like you're a special, you're the specialty of this part, and that's all you but is that about but, and so instead of but are you, you know, living but that's the same thing as but, like sports right but when how you get do to you high ever know you go, that you'll you love something else baseball or this because at some point your coach goes i need you to focus just on hockey because now we're working on our ten thousand hours on the hockey but how do you working. know that you'll that you have a greater love for something else if you never try it then that's the problem the that's kids the, have to try it. That's the point that I'm making, and that's the reason why you and have other classes because maybe you always want to be a rocket. Back into school to socialize and see things that their teachers teach them. Oh, I just stopped talking so you could talk. So. Okay, I'm done now. Okay, I thought I was talking, but you were. Yeah, I was just saying, kids don't know that they love something else more. If, if they never have the opportunity to try it. So it's like when you're 16, you might love science, you know, but like you don't discover until 20 years later that you really love poetry and then you become the world's greatest poet. 
because you never had the opportunity to learn about poetry because you were just on this science track. That's why I disagree with those kids thinking they shouldn't have to take any other classes besides what they're interested in. But I think you're interested in it now, but are you interested today in what you were interested in 20 years ago? Or do you have some new interest that you didn't have when you were 17 years old? Right. And uh-huh. and that's it's ever changing. So yeah. when you just track these kids out to well, one even thing, even you said that though. Even you said that. Um, you know, like when you meet people, sometimes like you think, like, dang, I didn't know that that was a job I could have got when I was a kid. You know, but when I went to like, college, yeah, when I went to college, that was the first time that right. I really, uh, where I really met different. Uh, different people of like uh like socioeconomic status uh where i really met uh people of different backgrounds really yeah. um and then s- seen and learned about jobs i never even knew existed yeah you know like yeah. honestly when i was a kid growing up i never heard of engineering yeah well now <laughs> i mean even like like date i think you Supply know date's so fascinated with airplanes and cars you know from a young age we bought them hot wheels you know it's a cheap mm-hmm. thing that's brand new when you're poor like we were when we first started out and had kids we didn't have a lot of money so you go to the store you know instead of buying him something that's five dollars you can get him a hot wheels car that's, that's 50 dope. cents that's 50 cents <laughs> it doesn't break your bank and you right. know it's going to bring him a ton of joy you know, and that's what we did. And so he's fascinated with cars and exotic cars. And then now that we moved here on Thunder Hill, we have fucking airplanes that fly right over our house. But but that was a and different, so, but that's a, a completely mm-hmm. different place, right? Like right. that's the thing that I was just right. talking about as far as, you know, kids, you know, their maybe their interests would change if they were exposed to something else. Like mm-hmm. maybe if we would have never moved to this house, maybe Dade wouldn't have been so interested in planes. If we right. would have moved out, to, um, to, you know, where we were living before out in Loveland, if we would have moved out that way mm-hmm. and he would have never been near the airport, right. maybe his, his interests would be different, right. you know? So it's like being exposed to different things. And, and that's, that's what I was talking yeah. about when I was going to college, like, a lot of those types of people I had never been exposed to before in my life. Right. What are you talking about? Like, types of people. Like my roommate, Bindi, uh-huh. she was, uh, uh, her family's from India. Uh-huh. Um, her dad was like, I think both her mom and dad were both doctors or both lawyers. And her sister was in college getting her master's for something else. And, uh, you know, Bindi was going to school for law and I was going to school for law. And it was like. You were peeing up. Sorry. Oh. Just go. No, I had, uh, like, uh, I had never, um, like, actually met, mm-hmm. like, a doctor, <laughs> like, a kid of a doctor right, in my life. Or, or a kid yeah. of a lawyer in my life. You know, Was this it, a Barbie doll? No. What? Was it, oh, this was from college. 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 No, okay, yeah. So... You know, it was just, I had never, yeah. you know, like I had never. Ba- she was your roommate at Michigan State? Yeah, my freshman year. So this was a girl that you went in not even knowing. I didn't you know her. About. You mm-hmm. didn't know who you yeah, were. Yeah, I went she in was. blind. Uh-huh. You were worried that you wouldn't gel? I and went in blind so I could meet people. So I can meet new people because right. when I went to Michigan That's State. That's a problem these days too. I think there was only a couple of people. But yeah, but it, it's different because like with her, I found out who she was like a month before we came. They tell you who your roommate is mm-hmm. and their numbers so you can contact them. And it ended up, I ended up being lucky and she only lived like seven miles from me, eight miles from me, oh, you know, okay. in a, uh, in Troy. She lived so in Troy. So you guys met before? We met up at the mall that I worked at. Oh, and, we, nice. and we talked about what we had that we could bring with us to school. So you met her like blind 
at the mall. Two, yeah, Hugged two, her. two weeks before. Good to see you. Met her. Yeah, nice we. To meet I met you. her on We're a bench. And she was tight. Met her on a bench in front in front of Hagendaz. Uh-huh. Uh, and we said Hagendaz a Michigan thing. No, Hagendaz is an ice cream place. But it's not just Michigan. No, you can buy it at Kroger. No, I know that, but I thought because you always talk about Hagen Dazs all the time, like oh, it's that, the best that's where shit I ever. I know that's where you worked, but I'm saying you talk like it's the best shit ever. Oh, it's good ice and cream. I yeah. thought it was like how you talk about fucking uh, better made. How those are like no, the no, it's yeah, Hagen Dazs is like a barbecue chip. Yeah, it's like a Baskin Robbins here. or yeah. a yeah, it's it's just like a national oh, chain. I didn't like know it's a big chain. So yeah, so you're at Hagen Dazs. So you yeah, just so, met her. Yeah, we met on a bench and then we walked around the mall together, um, mm. just talking about um, like with the stuff that we had at home that we could bring because we we're living in a dorm room. So I was like, "Do you have a fridge? Right. I have a fridge. That microwave. Shout out to your little microwave yeah. we had when we got that I apartment. I had a microwave. I took that microwave. <laughs> that, it sat on top of her fridge. I miss it. Uh, she had a TV stand and mm. I had a TV and a VCR. Uh, Cause I got those for my 16th birthday. So I took those, you know, and uh, when, when I got there, like I had my uh, graduation money. Um, so we went half seas on a loft so that we would have more room in our room. Um, and we bought a carpet for a room. So it was like, uh, you know, we went half seas on that. So it was like that, that was the stuff that we did. Did she work too? Did she have a job? Uh, probably before college. She didn't have a job when we were uh, in college. I didn't have a job either when I was at Her co- parents were the doctor though. So yeah. they probably had some money. Didn't you say like they paid? Was that? No. That was Amy's friend or something. They used to buy snacks. Snacks. Yeah. Like she That's would. That's where uh, the meme comes in. That yeah. Well, girl. she would oh, we go home. Drop there. Like she would go home for the week. So like there's been times where like, uh, like my mom and dad would come pick me up mm-hmm. and we would take her home too. Right. So her mom and dad didn't have to drive. Right. So they would come pick me up and we drop her off. And then uh, like we would meet back at school on Sunday or whatever. And like her mom and dad would like load her up with snacks from Sam's. Right. So she would come, she'd come home. I call it home. Cause that right. was our home. Right. So she would come home and she'd have like animal crackers and nice. you know, just sh- shit to eat. Just shit to eat snacks. snacks. Shit that college kids need. And it was great for me. Cause I only had right. 10 meals yeah. for the week. So most people, you know, well, I mean, you came to- from a poor family. She came from a rich family, I would say. Yeah. A better off family. To you, yeah. they were rich. Oh, to me. Yeah. yeah for sure. So, yeah, well, so they it's two sides you know, of the daughter that was two sides of the thing, which is good because somebody like that who came from a family like hers probably heard stories from you growing up and vice versa. So it's probably good for you guys to. Well, maybe, I think I think be uh, me and other plus people like college like is different from high school because you don't have that vibe of like the prejudge. You know, you don't have the. I know you, I know where you're from. I know what, you know, once you get to college, it's almost like a fresh well, slate. But like, that was you know the thing though, is that like where she grew up, she mm. knew where I, you know, she knew she where, knew where I you live. So, so it's knew. that, oh, that's Price Hill. Oh, correct. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. Sorry, so, Freddy. I love you, buddy. So you're she not. knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of that if she would have lived in a, a different state or if she would have mm. lived in a different part of the state and not right. so close to me, she wouldn't have known. She'd just been like, oh, Hazel Park. Okay. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Like she, you right. know, like wouldn't know anything about of what that. Do you still status. talk to these you yeah, still talk to we're her, still right? Facebook yeah. friends and stuff. She lives in New York. Shout out to Facebook. Remember it was MySpace? Yeah, MySpace. What if MySpace would have turned into Facebook? I think that would be doper. Like, could you imagine MySpace being what Facebook is today, but not Facebook and not like Mark Zuckerberg, but like the Tom? It's really no different, I think. You think? The but that's th- what I'm saying. Like, it went away. Why did we not click on to that? Like, I don't think you could post. Like, it wasn't MySpace. You couldn't do all the shit, right? You couldn't, like, do the posts and, like, the feed and all that. It was just basically your friends, right? Yeah, your friends. 
Yeah, I don't and remember then you, a lot you about had to it. pick like your top six friends or whatever. Like, I missed like, that. Like, it would be nice to have that come I, back. I feel like it like, turned more into like a music site. Where like if you could open music. that back up without algorithms and all that type of shit where you're not getting watched and all that and make people feel kind of safe. Like there's that new one that um, I listened to on a podcast. It's a communication uh, app that you can download now where it can't, it doesn't have the tracking that they do with Is all the WhatsApp? other. Is that WhatsApp? No, Whatever. no, because WhatsApp's from China. Did you know that? That's a Chinese app, WhatsApp. It's along with TikTok. TikTok yeah, it doesn't, that WhatsApp, doesn't matter that. to me. No, but it's a, I know, some people it does. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's a, it's a communication app. And the dude was just on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast talking about it, but how he wants to be able to communicate um, freely. But like Joe had a problem because um, it would literally notify his people that Joe Rogan was on there if they joined. So it would like let them know so that he could follow them. And, and Joe kind of wanted to be like secret about it and not be like, I don't, right. I can't think of the name, somebody, whoever comment on our shit, whatever that it's name a, was. The thing but to me is it's that like an app where you're not being tracked by the government. But like the thing for me is if you want to speak freely, just speak go freely. to dinner with someone. Yeah. True. It's oh, like yeah. if you're worried about getting recorded and you don't want to talk on your phone or you don't want your DMs recorded or it's like whatever, then if you're writing things down, mm -hmm. you know, like anybody can see that. Yeah. You know, if you keep notes in your phone, right. anybody can look at your phone. If you're writing it on a piece of paper, anybody can yeah. come across that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like if, if you want to speak freely with someone, then go meet them at the park. Right. You know, it's. I don't know. It's like I to to complain about not being able to speak freely when you're literally using services offered by other companies. Like it's not your phone service. Right. Like you're getting phone service from AT and T or Sprint or whatever. It's like I should be able to regulate who's using my thing. Like I regulate who comes in my house. Right. It's like this is my house. I own it. You're yeah. not coming in. But so you're saying, like when you get those calls. You shouldn't be getting those calls, right? Is that what you're talking about? What calls? Calls from random ass fucking people. Like lately, I've been getting calls about my car, about my extended warranty. Just like fucking robot calls, shit like that. Like, yeah, should I get those? Because I'm paying, I'm paying for that service. Like, I'm paying for them not to call me. Like, I'm paying you to have a phone line. It should be my option whether I want those spam calls or not, or if I yeah, want but, my phone number but, to go out to other but AT companies to make money off but of that. But AT&T's not giving your phone number out. It's whatever company you're doing business with. Right. When you sign that right. contract with them, when you bought the and car you put from them, the phone number. Is yeah. it? Yeah, but you put the phone number down. But is it somewhere in the contract where it lets you, where they notify you that they're going to sell it, uh -huh. or they're going to give it to someone else? Right. Where you can say that you no. can opt out. Right. It's like, do you read the contract that well to say, oh, right here's where I opt out. I got to check this box, and if uh -huh. I don't check this box. They can do whatever they want. I mean, I skimmed through. I don't remember any of but that. But that's the point there. is that yeah. people don't want to take personal responsibility for the choices they make. And then they complain about things later. Like you're getting those calls because you didn't read your contract enough to say, I opt out of this. Uh, right. So. Yeah, but you get the same calls. And I admit the same thing that I don't read the contract enough to see mm -hmm. if there's a spot that I'm supposed to mark to say, I opt out of you selling my shit. 
right? So I take responsibility that's for that. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if it's ever on there. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen where you can opt out of shit like that. How how well did you have you reviewed your car contract? Oh, I'm not even talking about my car. Like I get him for all kinds of shit. I got him for um oh, fuck. Yeah, it's just random. It's just other I shit. But, but yeah, I know. Right. But, but like, that's how I'm, long do you? No, you go down, you accept the terms of agreement, and then you move on. Apple allows me to block those numbers. It yeah, gives, well, it now g- you get all the Apple, the fucking cookies. That's all I get. Now, yeah, so. but like for me, Apple allows me to say, I want to block this number. So anytime uh-huh. this number calls me, I don't even want it to ring to me. Yeah. Just automatically go to block. If they leave a voicemail, it's in my voicemail. If they don't, it's there. It shows in my call log that they called, but it never rings through to me. That's a service that Apple offers me by using Apple phone, you know, and I take advantage of that service. Yeah. But if they want to keep track of what numbers I'm blocking, I'm using their phone. Oh, you're talking about when you block numbers, it goes straight to voicemail. It goes straight to voicemail. If yeah, they but you got to block all the numbers manually, right? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I do the same thing. I've got a list of literally 200. Right, I know, but that's a service that Apple offers me by using their phone. It yeah. allows me to block numbers from coming in. Android, too. I mean, they all do, but. Right, I know, but I'm saying, like, I'm taking advantage of services. So mm. it's like, what we're talking about is allowing people, allowing people to take advantage. So I have a phone. I have a phone service. Mm. I didn't look at the contract well enough. They're right. sending me stuff, uh-huh. and now I'm blocking them. Right. That's me saying I'm not allowing you access into my life. Right. And and I think everybody has that. Right. Like like I said, like, yeah, like I don't just let anybody into my house, and I feel like Facebook or MySpace or Twitter uh, should be able to do the same thing. Like I'm offering you this service right. to speak to people on a global yeah, level. Yeah, but that's the thing. Should you let? Well, now. I mean, you're getting into the bigger thing of like control, right? Like being but able to. But it's their service. Right. So when you complain about control, it's their service. Right. You're saying, I want to use your service. And they're saying, that's cool. If you want to use my service, these are the rules. And you go, I don't like those rules. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, cool. Then don't use my service. Yeah. Find your own service. Mm-hmm. Create your own service. Create your own Facebook. And if that pops off, congratulations. If it doesn't, you're going to be this bitch on this app by yourself, not talking to anyone globally because it's just you and your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's it. And Facebook is offering a service to you. You can choose to use that service. Yeah, no, this and isn't a social media app. This is just literally a communication app is all it is. It's, I know, but like that's a, the thing is Joe saying, I want to be able to do it discreetly. I want to be able to communicate freely, but I don't want you to be able to, I don't want you to tell other people that I'm currently on this so people can communicate freely with me. Right. Well, you can't have it both ways. You want your privacy or you want to, you want to talk freely. If you want to talk freely, then everyone can talk freely. And if, if that app doesn't meet your things, then don't use that app. Quit bitching about it. Make your own app, Joe. You have fuck you money. Fake news. Hey, he doesn't have that kind of money. Just got millions of dollars. That's what I say sometimes. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Dude, we've been going like two hours. Yeah, like I think it's a good time. Hours. I, I mean, we've hit everything. Time. You know, we hit the bubble. We hit sports. We kind of, you know, gave our opinions on things. We got a little political. But of, I don't think we got political. No, though. no. I think we told uh, we I, told how we are, how our house is. What no, we but disagree I think on. we talked about COVID. Right. Like for me, getting political is if we talk about Trump or Biden. You know, oh, or, yeah, or yeah, those yeah. things. Well, like we didn't. Yeah. Like we. I mean, from the jump, I said this fucking thing was political. I did. You remember that from the jump? 
I said, this whole COVID thing is going to turn out and be some fucking political thing. And I still feel like that. But I don't think it's fake. I just think that's where it went and why it blew up. But when you watch the videos from China of the people falling but, over. Dave, everything is political. Like the I know, but we didn't votes. get political. So now we are, but we're not because we're going to end this. But here's the thing. I love you. This is fun. <laughs> why are you shaking your head? Okay, listen. Uh, we're changing things up. We're not going to do an outro this time. We're going to fucking freelance this shit. If you didn't remember, rewind about an hour and 12 minutes to the beginning of this part where I started going on my tangent about where you can follow me. And I think Jade threw hers in there where you can follow hers. But here's the thing. This shit's important to us. We have a good time doing it. We're doing things up a little different. We're going to be more consistent this year. Things are going to change. You guys are going to be along for the process. If you're with us and you follow us and you fuck with us, we're going to have a lot of social media stuff out there, pictures, whatever. We're going to have fun. Um, give us a like on all this stuff. Give us a comment. Share this stuff on, like, Facebook. Share it to your friends. You know, like, help us get out there and talk to people. And the more people that listen, the more interesting people we meet. You know, once this shit starts opening up, we can go and we can have guests here. I'm going to buy some shit so we can make this a little bit more mobile. And we can go to, like, Defects Studio in Detroit or somewhere where one of our... Well, I know Defects already got his own studio, so that'd be dumb. But like, it doesn't matter. What we're, I know, saying, but, but what we're, we're saying, saying is if, if uh, you're in the Cincinnati area um, and you like to be on our show, uh, send us a message on one of our uh, social media platforms. I'm just uh, saying, I like, would, give I, us a like. I would, I would prefer a spouse podcast. Uh, Follow on, us. On Instagram. Uh, if you could send us a message through that, uh, we can uh, talk to you, meet up, because we'd love to have new and interesting people on our show, plus make new friends. Mm -hmm. uh, so Friends are fun. Yep. Friends and family. That's what we learned 2020 is about. That's what I learned. My takeaway from this whole year is, like, material shit is not really fucking important. You know? I heard somebody say, I don't remember where I heard it, but he said, I was in my deathbed and I looked around me and all I saw was four walls and nothing that I worked my entire life for was right there next to me when I thought it was over. And it's true. Yeah, You know, I with this whole thing, COVID's kind of put a damper on everybody's relationships, fights and stuff like that. But, like, I love my wife more than she'll ever know. I tell her every day. She hates it. She's rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> but, um, like, friends and family, man. I love my boys. I love my family. I love all the kids I coach. I love everybody. So, and that's what's important in the end. Those are the people who are going to be there for you. 